Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Piccolo and Dr. Zom. in your ear holes ladies and gentlemen we are here with episode number 37 uh, little sleazy tracking down in la double feature for you today i am the loaf with me the zom what's up what's up yes today we are covering uh two films from around the same time about uh tracking down some sleazy bastards in los angeles we have uh 1977's bare knuckles Starring Robert Viharo and Vice Squad, who the gel- which the gentleman reviewed quite a while ago, starring Gary Swanson and Vingshalza. Should be some interesting uh, conversations there, as Zom has never seen the Ramrod in action. <laughs> well, not in like a movie. Right, right. Uh, so, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing okay. Um... <laughs> I can't think of anything to say now. Uh, just a, just a little behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah, we just talked for a fucking hour. Uh, <laughs> everything is uh, great. It's wonderful. I'm walking on sunshine. And it's starting to feel good. I... Oh, yeah. Don't cut me off, motherfucker. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I know. I was, saying, I, I was saying I had a pretty generic week. I thought I was getting sick oh, yesterday, but... That maybe. sucks compared to me. Maybe not. Maybe I don't. You know, doing great, and you're doing okay and sick. And I got three doubles in a row this weekend. I'm not looking forward to that. So, Listening to our old episodes, it seems like, okay, one week you're sick, then maybe one episode we're not, but then the next week I'm sick, and we're two of the sickliest fat fucks on the planet. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, working working 50 to 60 hours a week around disgusting people in retail doesn't help with the uh, – with staying but at will. then again, aren't all people disgusting? Yes, but except for me. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Well, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, I think that was about it for me. I I uh, had a day off yesterday, which is a rarity for me. So I actually got to watch quite a few movies. And um, anybody that has a uh, PlayStation Three who watches Netflix through it, um, you might notice now when you finish a Netflix in- instant film. Mm-hmm. As soon as the credits start, you get a like. You might, if you like this movie, you might also like little recommendations. So you can. It's kind of like Hulu does it. Hulu does the same, a very similar thing. So you can just click on something and start a new movie immediately. So I had a little mini wormhole, wormhole yesterday and watched uh, watched three movies in a row about six hours. I just sat there on the couch and feeling shitty. So uh, anyway, well, uh, speaking of that, we'll get into what we've been watching this week. 
Okay. I, I have lots of pieces of paper. I need to get into this paperless society, this paperless world that we live in. Get on like, It's a good way to keep track. Yeah, but I like the little notebooks. And you know what? I, I was thinking the other day, um, I rarely write anything anymore except my signature when I'm filling out <laughs> bills or whatever. And uh, yeah, I've, I've almost like you know, don't want to forget how to, to, to fucking write, whatever. Anyway. Okay. Let's start at the beginning. I'm not drinking beer this week. I'm drinking coffee. That's all right. I wish I was drinking coffee, but uh, sometime today I have to to uh, try and sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that I watched uh, was a very old movie called. Um, I I don't know. This was this was one of those ones that. Uh, is 1937 that it seems like uh, they probably showed as maybe a double feature or something in the cinema because it's not very long. It was just maybe an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes. It's called International Crime, The Shadow Knows. Uh-huh. And I thought it was, you know, all going to be about, you know, who knows what lurks in the evil minds of men? The shadow knows, you know, like Alec Baldwin and you know the shadow. But um, it it was all right. I mean, it's it's you can tell it's a a B grade movie from the old, uh, you know, probably the old uh, studio system. Uh, B grade actors, everything. Um, oh, what the heck's the guy's name? No, nobody that I really knew was in it. Uh, the guy had a, a, a pretty cool name, uh, Rod LaRoque. Uh, I guess that's how you would pronounce it. But um, it's uh, this guy is a um, – he's like a radio star – or not a radio star, but he has a radio show. And, and he talks about crime and, you know, last week – Babyface Nelson, you know, did this and that. And uh, when he left, uh, he was driving a car with his license. If you see this license plate, you know, let her, almost like uh, John Walsh on America's Most Wanted, but it was on the radio. But it was all right. It wasn't anything great at all. I, I, I wouldn't, uh, unless you're like some kind of, like you like those really old things. Right, right. The acting's pretty wooden. and uh, But, I mean, it was fun to watch just for the time capsule deal. Yeah. Uh, next thing I watched was a movie with... Uh, that one guy, um, Hank uh, Sylvia, <laughs> uh, or Henry Silva, called oh, right, Battle, right. Battle of the Godfathers. And uh, this is a one that uh, most of our people have probably checked out. Um, I pro- procured it in some way. I can't remember how a long time ago. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. It's not great. Uh, Silva is it's, – it's mostly worth watching for him, of course, um, with his plastic face. And it's weird because he, he – the way he delivers his lines and he's got that just straight fucking – wax figure like face Uh but then every once in a while he'll smile but it's like he smiles almost like either for no reason or he's supposed to be happy but he'll have that just that 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 fucking wax face and then he'll just like smile out of the blue at a girl or something and you're like god that was so fucking weird looking (laughs) you know it's like he's a robot and he had to wait for the program to kick in the smile uh, next thing I watched, which I have awaited for a long time, was the Steven Soderbergh movie Haywire with uh, a shit fucking all-star cast. Um, um, Michael Douglas, Ewan McGregor, Channing Tatum, um, 
Antonio Bandaras and uh, Gina Carano. And uh, Banderas's beard in this uh, almost gave me as much of a boner as Gina Carano. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking beard is awesome. He looks fucking great with that fucking beard. And um, oh, and Fastbender's in it too. I fucking forgot. I left him out. But um, the best the the best thing about this. Well, first of all, it's an action movie, but it's an action movie done by a fucking. I mean, Soderbergh's a fucking artist, so it's not done like. Uh, Commando or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. visually superior. Right. Um, and like I've said before, Gina Carano, uh, one of the reasons that I awaited this, first of all, I've seen her fight uh, uh, a few times and uh, she's very pretty. And she was on Hulk Hogan's American Gladiators. Uh, she was one of the gladiators. And uh, But she's not like uh, a little skinny Hollywood stick. Uh, you know, it, there's been times i mean i think she was up like 150 pounds or 160 pounds or something like that but she's just still just good looking and she's curvy and you know she looks like a real woman and she looks like she could whip your ass like fastbender looks like he probably weighs 150 <laughs> pounds and she's uh, the violence in this because she trains in mma and muay thai and all that shit uh i'm sure she was probably the uh you know uh, a consultant on the on the uh the fight scenes and stuff the the fight scenes and stuff are very realistic. Right. I mean, they look really good and they're very realistic. Um, so check it out. I bought it, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next thing I watched was uh, for there's a podcast. There's a little podcast by Jake McLarge Huge called Podcast Without Honor and Humanity. Maybe uh, I guest hosted on that show. I did. What? I got. I got the. I got the the call from the bullpen at the la- <laughs> the last second. Uh, did he, and did, we he tell you, did he tell you that I had to back out? No, he didn't. Did you? Yeah. Is that why I had to? I got to do it. Uh, probably. He, he asked me to. He asked me if I wanted to be on, and I worked. I, I did forget to mention this. Maybe I mentioned it on the show last week. I had to work a triple on Sunday. So he's wanting to do it Sunday or Monday, but it was not good either day. But yeah, I had to work fucking. Uh, 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. on Sunday. It was so a you're the reason I got to sleep. You can, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're pulling the strings in my life. I don't even know. Yeah, now, it was. Um, I, I, it was great. I, I um, you know, I've talked to Jake. Um, well, I was. I was just. I told somebody at work. I was telling him about doing the show, and uh, we were on Skype for four hours. <laughs> uh, we talked for uh, probably over an hour to start, and then did the show, but. Um, and the, and I was telling them, I said, well, it was, it was great, though, because, you know, I haven't really got to talk to Jake, you know, in a long time. And then I remembered, yeah, I did. We had a Skype party fucking just <laughs> just the other day. And uh, uh, it was uh, Jake, um, Justin Oberholzer, the Cinemasochist, and El Goro. And we were on there. I don't know how many hours we were on that motherfucker. So, But it was still – it was fun. He's a great guy. Loved talking to Jake. Loved being on his show. The movie I uh, – uh, we reviewed was uh, the mission, uh, Anthony Wong. Nice. And uh, and uh, we also did uh, detonation violent uh, detonation violent games. I think that's what it's fucking called. <laughs> but they were both <laughs> fucking entertaining as shit. Uh, if you want to hear my review of that, I suggest that you look for podcast without honor and humanity, and you can get that on iTunes. That's, and let me tell you something, motherfucker, it's good. That's your uh, that's your second Johnny Toe now, right? Yeah. yeah, and and uh, it's uh, I mean, 
you can say companion piece to Exiled, but uh, mm-hmm. it's my third. Oh, so I did. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, is it not Big Heat? Is it Big Heat? Something like that. I can't remember. Uh, uh, but I watched it too, and that was that was just for for Jake's show too. Oh. Uh, but um, I'll have to look at it. I, I have it on my thingy, but um, I don't have my thingy beside me. <laughs> we, should, we should review. Uh, this is kind of unrelated. We should re- review JSA. Have you seen that? No, I have not. But I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. That's the Korean. Uh, yeah. Korean one about the DMZ and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I talked to my, our, our, our uh, good friend of the show, Tim, uh, lives in Korea, and uh, we I often talk to him online and uh, you know about what's going on over there and everything. So it's interesting. Maybe we'll do a Kang Ho Song Magnificent Bastard double feature. Mao Tao, Wang Su Mao, Mao, motherfucker! Oh, Mark. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but both of those movies were good, and they're they're entertaining. But the, you get a lot more in depth if you listen to his show. So I don't want to go too much more into it. Give him a little plug, motherfucker. Uh, next thing I watched was uh, "Salvando el Soldado Perez," which is uh, like saving uh, Private Perez. It's a uh, Mexican <laughs> uh, movie, kind of comedy, not kind of comedy. It's a it's a comedy action thingy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty fucking entertaining. Uh, it's we talked Netflix. about reviewing that one. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I started watching it, and it's. Um, I, I I thought it was pretty good. Anyway, so uh, we'll we'll save a, some of that in case we review it, which <laughs> we probably will in the future. Next thing I watched was uh, another Henri Silva movie, uh, Crime Busters. Henri <laughs> Silva. I like the way you look, and I like the way you talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I mean, it's he is so fucking awesome in his uh, fucking robot like uh, ways in this movie. Uh, Antonio Zapato Jr. is also the co-star of this. Um, Silva, uh, his punches are awesome. If when he puts on his trench coat, I'm pretty sure that there are two by fours woven into the arms <laughs> and he throws these punches with these stiff Frankenstein like arms. But when he throws them, he must think that they're going to, they must be to, have told him or something. They're going to do still photography for the picture because he throws them and then he, he follows through and he stops and he, there's like this pause, you know, like he's, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's pretty good. She said, "Did you, you ever see Almost Human?" Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. And I, the Human Chandelier. Yes. I, <laughs> I would say that was a large William recommendation. William. <laughs> Yum. Okay, now I kind of watched some shit that wasn't normal. Um, I watched a movie called um, Every Day, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know why I had it in my queue. I like Liev Shriver. But this is kind of, from the looks of it, a chick flick. But I thought, well, I like Liev Shriver, and I'd like to see him in something different other than Sabretooth. And uh, so I watched it, and I'm glad I did because, I, first of all, I didn't pay attention to the box. All I saw was Liev Shriver and Helen Hunt. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And it said something about, you know, it's it, the, the story is, is uh, they have a son that's gay and he's, say, eh, 14, maybe something like that. And uh, so it's them dealing with that um, and the awkwardness of it and everything. 
Um, but it also has uh, Carla Gugino in it. And um, she is fucking hot. <laughs> and she, um, you get to see her trying to seduce uh, Liev and wearing a bikini. So that's nice. It's very nice. And the kid in it is the worst dancer I have ever seen. <laughs> and Helen Hunt, okay, now Helen Hunt, let me, I mean Hunt, um, here's the deal with her. I mean, she was on that show with Paul Reiser, and when I was dating my one ex-girlfriend, we used to watch it all the time. You know, and it was pretty light, lu- fluffy and everything. You know, yeah. and it had some funny shit in it, like when he took a, a, a Viagra pill, and one of the side effects is uh, if you, you, your vision can get, it can a side effect can possibly be that you have like a bluish tint to your vision. Right, right. And uh, he took the pill and then she – because he thought she was going to come home or she had this big event. And then when she came home, he he was one to fuck her because he got this pill just because somebody gave him a pill to try. She didn't know anything about it. And she called him and she said, oh, my God. She goes, I'm going to be late. I need you to go in my closet, find my red dress or find my – I can't remember what color it was, but she said, find this dress and bring it to me. Well, when he went in, he couldn't tell what fucking color it was. And say he was supposed to be bringing her her green dress, and he brought this fucking one that was bright red. So that was pretty funny. Uh, but she is not a bad-looking woman, but I don't know. She just is pure evil. Uh, the next thing I watched, I, I don't know what it is about her. And, and – uh, she looked like she had a pretty nice body in that stupid fucking movie with Mel Gibson where he could read women's minds. Stupid. That fucking movie sucked. Fuck Mel Gibson, cocksucker. She was in that other one with Jack Nicholson. I think she might yeah. have even done a little nudity in that one. She wasn't bad in that, but it's just she's just so she's the kind of girl that you would probably date, marry, and be happy for the rest of your life. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, yeah. The oh, next- she did like t- she did like a uh, uh, like wet T-shirt in that movie. And she has a she has a big forehead, which yes, is she does a five head. If you know how to fucking comb your bangs down, look at Rihanna and Terry Gordy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, next thing I watched. Um, now I watched this, and it's hard. It's it's hard to review. I I give it a good review, but I'll tell you why it's weird to, that I give it a good review. When we were doing the Skype party, we basically just uh, they have that list of the hundred best. Horror movies of all time. So we just went down through that. El Goro just, you know, went down through the list and we said whether we had seen it or not. And then we talked about it. And uh, he was, they were talking about this movie, Saint Nick, uh, or, uh, you know, it's about a fucking evil kind of Santa Claus dude. Right. And uh, so I started playing it on Netflix, but I wasn't listening to it and I didn't have any subtitles, but it was pretty good. You know, even with all all that shit, it's kind of, Low budget, but it, the the say, effects are pretty good. And man, he's an evil looking motherfucker. He's like a he's you know a, a, a Catholic uh, bishop or a saint or something. Uh-huh. And man, he's just evil. And I don't like that fucking uh, baby uh, or a child molesting cult. So anyway, I'm sorry, people, but that's just uh, I'm sure there's good in everything, but that uh, the the actual criminal. Cover up criminal conspiracy to cover up. Uh, they should be charged under the RICO RICO statute for a criminal conspiracy to cover up a felony, which is molesting children. Yeah. Fuck you in the ass, cocksucker. <laughs> anyway, it's funny that I use that as the insult. You know. Anyway, it just, it just came out. 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. And when it did, it had shit on it. If you want, yeah, to go. yeah. yeah, slam that door closed. Taking it back. I hit it out. Yeah, it took me a second, but I had to. Next thing I watched was another <laughs> sort of chick flick. Yeah, I guess it was kind of a chick flick. Uh, it's called Meat Bill with Aaron Eckhart, uh, Elizabeth yeah, yeah. Banks, and uh, that one fucking mess of a horrible actress, uh, Jessica Alba. Um, <laughs> this is has some funny stuff in it, like uh, Aaron Eckhart having a big fat bloated gut and just looking like a schlub. Uh, and uh, the other good part about it is Elizabeth Banks is fucking hot, and she strips down to lingerie, and she has a fucking fantastic ass. And it's got some funny stuff in it. If you're with a chick, like if you if you have a chick, you're with a chick. Uh, this is it's you'll get some laughs out of it. It's, it's it, it, it will whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, next thing I watched was a. A movie called Take Shelter with Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain. And um, this is good. Yeah. It's it's fucking interesting, you know, the the concept of it and everything. Uh, so I'm not going to say that much about it. But uh, other than nobody plays uh, mentally disturbed people like Shannon, which I think we all know. I, I, had, I had trouble with the end of that movie. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I did not like the choice that is made by the director for the last like two minutes of the movie. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I. I. I know exactly because I. I watched it with a group of people and they were kind of like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know. So I mean, you know, I. I don't know. You're not a believer. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm not saying what. I, I don't even know if that's what. It, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> and okay now, and I also uh, I uh, uh, exposed uh, my some of my friends to a little movie called Battle Royal. Battle Royal, Battle Royal, and, uh, and uh, they had never seen it, and um, I think most of them pretty much enjoyed it. Uh, the the craziness of it, you know. Uh, they're not the kind to. Watch. I, I will say this. I shouldn't say that because some of the people that I'm friends with, uh, they don't watch subtitle movies. Uh-huh. But if they have something really good, they will keep an open mind and watch it. And a lot of times, the, it's. I know. I tr- I try and pick stuff that is like like battle royal. I mean, it's a lot of action, not as much dialogue and shit like that. So anyway, but um, so they liked it. Um, and I've talked about it before. I liked it. Uh, you did, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I don't dislike it. Yeah, I know, but you. Anyway. I just don't jerk it. <laughs> you still jerk it. <laughs> um, the funny thing about Battle Royal is, is uh, I can watch that and I can think about people that I went to like high school and junior high with that would fit right into those molds <laughs> that like you'd the- like to murder. <laughs> No, no, like some of them, you know, like the the real bitchy girl that that uh, ended up being like this fucking. She's like a psycho and everything. She, she hasn't left the town that the high school's in. I know exactly who that would be, and the, all the shit. Anyway, okay. Uh, next thing I watched was a documentary called Peep, "The People versus George Lucas." It's on Netflix. Instant watch. Watch it. It is fucking entertaining as shit because these some of these people. Woohoo! They're that again. The People versus George Lucas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, it's awesome. It's I've I've watched it twice. 
Um, just watching these people is 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 just great. Fuck you, George. Jesus Christ, George. What the fuck are you doing? You know, it's just awesome. Uh, <laughs> next thing I watched was a movie called Assassin of the Tsar. Um, or tis, t- hey, Assassin of the Tsar. Tsar. It's uh, Malcolm McDowell. Uh, it's a foreign movie. I don't know where it's from. Uh, probably Russia, whatever. Uh, and it's pretty good. It's a, it's an interesting concept because he is a mental patient. I can uh-huh. see Michael Shannon playing this part, actually. Uh, he's a mental patient, and he, uh, you know, when some people are in mental hospitals and they're like, I'm Jesus Christ or I'm uh, Napoleon Bonaparte or whatever. Well, he says, you know, he's the guy that assassinated the, uh, uh, Tsar Nicholas II and, you know, his whole family and everything when the our communist uh the reds took over russia uh but it's pretty cool how they do it and uh that's all i'm gonna say about that seek it out if you want to um next thing i watched is a is a favorite of mine it's a movie called death proof that stars stuntman mike mccabe uh i love this movie and the more i watch it the more i love it and the more i watch it the more i realize that if it wasn't for kurt russell and the car thing in the second half uh ooh. Those girls weren't worth shit. Uh, well, not, 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 okay, I watched the documentary about Zoe Bell, and when I watched it, I really had a major league crush on her yeah. uh, because she's really cute. Or she has a really nice body. She can do all this gymnastic stuff. She's very athletic and everything. When I watch this movie compared to these other girls, and I hate to say this because people can't help, you know, whatever, but she looks like fucking Robert Englund from Nightmare on Elm Street sometimes. <laughs> Because she has kind of a long nose, but it's it's kind of flat. Uh, but she's still cute and everything, and, she, and she, I admire everything that she does. But uh, she's not a, a great actress, no. not that good of an actress. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is hot, and uh, Rosario Dawson annoyed me in this. Um, I wanted to see her die. I wanted to see. Um, I, I was. I wouldn't say I was cheering for stuntman Mike, but uh, these bitches deserved what they got. <laughs> I mean, they had it coming, all of them, to me. You know, because you know they fuck people over at some time in their life. Uh, next thing I watched. What? Oh, okay. I watched a movie. Uh, this is, I think, a, 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 it's a foreign movie. Uh, it's called Tomboy. And um, it's about a, a little girl, and uh, she, her and her family moved to this new area, and she is a tomboy and uh so when she goes out to play with the kids for the first time uh they mistake her for a boy and she i you know she's goes along with it uh-huh. i think uh i would say more than likely uh in later years in her life that she probably likes girls uh and she's kind of you know inside you know she she's uh you know so anyway um and she's she <sighs> I don't want to say she, she's you know lesbian or whatever, but I, I would say more than likely, uh, even though she's a little girl, she she likes girls in that way. You know, she's attracted uh, like to or girls, but she likes guys as friends. But you know, yeah, playing yeah. stuff like that. But uh, it's pretty good. I I I've been wanting to see it since I saw the trailer, but it's um it's good. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's no it doesn't have Robert Zadar in it or anything. Um, it was good. It's a touching. It's a touching movie. But I, I didn't feel like being touched this week. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I don't know. I watched it and I was kind of like, eh, yeah, it's all right. It's, it's, I just, I wasn't in the mood to watch something like that. I was in the mood to watch uh, 
you know, Ramrod and uh, Stuntman Mike and Schiller. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and uh, I'm almost done. Uh, next thing I watched was a uh, documentary uh, slash uh, not really a stand-up, but I mean it's about a stand-up comedian. David Cross, uh, uh, Let America funny. Laugh. Huh? He's funny. Yeah, and uh, it's just uh, they, they, he had a guy with a camera kind of doc, be a, like a documentary just following him around all over the country while he was doing these, his stand-up. And a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. There's one part of it that I, I thought he, they were kind of being assholes. They went to a club in, uh, like in the south. And they were telling the guy, you know, we need to move these tables out of the way and everything. And the guy's like, well, you know, uh, I kind of like to have the tables there because the people, you know, want to sit down and if they want to order food and everything. And he's like, no, 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 you know, I know my, I know my, my crowd and they're going to come, they're going to want to stand up and everything. And uh, the guy's like, well, you know, he goes, you, you know, you don't understand. Uh, I can't remember where it was, if it was Atlanta or someplace like that. And, um, or Louisiana, maybe, and the guy said, "Well, you know, our crowd is more like a a, a New York or a Los Angeles crowd." And they were laughing about that. Oh, some hick telling us that his his crowd is more like a New York. So when he gets up on stage, he just starts ragging on the owner of the place that he's in. <laughs> and, you know, this redneck saying, "You know, oh, you know, uh, we we can't move the tables. This place is like Los Angeles, New York, and And the guy got pissed and then after the show was over he walked back to the back and he was like get your shit and get the fuck out of here nobody's coming to my place and getting up on stage and fucking busting my or you know just act, uh, talking being an asshole to me in my own place right? well then they were just like hey let's just hang out let's just uh let's take as much time as we possibly can to leave <laughs> and so they just kept i mean they fucked around for like two hours or something the guy kept coming back and saying listen you need to fucking go my people want to go home and and everything, and they just kept, they were just back there laughing. I said, so anyway, I thought that was kind of shitty in some ways, but it was funny. He had some funny stuff, and I like him. He's pretty good. He doesn't like Larry Cable guys. So that's funny. Uh, I don't like Larry. <laughs> anyway, um, next thing I watched was uh, Fast and Furious. I this was not my choice. It was on. Friends were watching. I watched Vin <laughs> Diesel. I don't like this shit. Move on. Uh, <laughs> next thing I watched uh, was. Uh, uh, Tears of the Sun with Bruce Willis, and I like this movie. It's a uh, it's kind of a um, magnificent seven thing, but with Navy SEALs. Got a nice team of pretty cool, charismatic guys. Bruce Willis, I think this is one of his coolest movies. Kind of overlooked, and uh, it's got Monica Bellucci in it, and oh, she's wow. a sweet, very sexy, attractive woman. How? And this harkens back to like the old uh, like uh, Wild Geese uh, or Dogs of War mercenary movies, plus like Magnificent Seven kind of a deal. So I like that. It's pretty good. That's all I got. Oh, what wait, oh, those notes away. What, what a list. Right. In somewhere. Good. Uh. I had a pretty good week too, from my usual anyway. I didn't, of course, see as many as you did, but um, when you work every motherfucking day, uh, I watched uh, a Hard Day's Night, the uh, the Beatles uh, musical comedy thing. Um, I've had this two disc DVD set for fucking years, and I've never watched the whole movie. Um, mm-hmm. This uh, this is a uh, an interesting one because I like it and I don't like it at the same time. I, 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 there's some th- stuff in it that I think is kind of boring, but contextually speaking, it's there's some really cool shit in it because, you know, Elvis and his musical movies and all that kind of stuff. At the time, this movie was completely different than anything had been done, and I appreciate that of it. Mm-hmm. Some of the comedy's kind of lost on me and stuff, but you know, it's very real shot and just it's kind of neat. It's kind of uh, all over the place. Um, it's supposed to be a typical day in the life of the Beatles, but you know, they're riding a train and gambling and. 
and um, uh, and John Lennon was kind of like the highlight of it for me because he's actually pretty funny. Um, not Will hates John Lennon. What? He hates John Lennon. How do you he hate John Lennon? Hates fucking John Lennon. And Ask him about it. I don't want to go into it. Ask it's, him. it's funny on the on the IMDb stars John Lennon, Paul McCartney, and George Harrison. <laughs> Poor Ringo. Uh, wait a minute. What was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, I bought it uh, blindly years ago, but uh, uh, let's see. I watched uh, our, a, a guy on our that a listener will sent to me for um, Kringle from the Gentleman's Guide. Uh, he sent me Gambling City on DVD. Um, this is uh, uh, Luke Miranda, and a lot of people I don't recognize. Um, this is a this is a good fucking movie, man. This is a uh, he's kind of a card shark that kind of gets tied up in this family dispute after ripping somebody off. Like his thing is coming in into a casino and acting like an asshole, and then cheating at cards while everybody's concerned with him being a, 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 a kind of an idiot. Like he kind of huh? acts like he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, some of the close ups of them shuffling cards and stuff are really cool. So he. Uh, and there's some really good action in it too. Some good car chases and motorcycle shit in it, and it's good. It was a good movie. Gambling City. Gambling City. Uh, on my uh, early morning shift on Sunday, I plopped down in front of Instant at, in the office at, at the theater and watched uh, Random Choice Bad Company with Jeff Bridges. Oh, the Western. Yeah, it was good. So stuff. didn't didn't uh, somebody like hit him in the face with his boot or something? <laughs> there was like a funny scene. I care. I saw that a long time ago. He dropped it. He dropped his boot in a big bowl, a big pot of soup. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was something about a boot that was funny. Yeah. Um, and, and when he was running, he's like, "It's like I'm running in the in the swamp," or you know, something like that. He was commenting on his foot squishing. Um, he was good. I mean, just I, you watch even like the like when we did the. Uh, that uh, Junior Johnson car movie or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's just even back then. The guy's just fucking awesome. He was only. I mean, he had to have been only a kid in this movie. This is like from yeah. seventy three, also. So yeah, good stuff. Uh, Bad Company's on Instant in the U.S., so it's uh, it's a good one to check out. It's um, it's like a group of kids traveling west. There, well, by kids, well, there's one young kid, but most of them are probably like eighteen, nineteen years old, and they are kind of bandits in a way. One of them is has one of them has money and he's avoiding the draft or the or conscription and because he does not want to fight for the South and his parents send him out west and um, he gets tied up in this the quote unquote bad company I guess so it was a good movie it was very very nicely shot too as many westerns are which I guess is kind of a trademark of them um, I watched another one on instant called The Order of the Black Eagle. Um, <sighs> <laughs> this was not very good, but kind of awesome at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, it's kind of a James Bond kind of ripoff. It's like a super agent kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it's kind of ridiculous because there's a neo-Nazi group in South America that he's been sent to infiltrate. Mm-hmm. And they have the cryogenically frozen corpse of Hitler that they're going to try to uh, awesome. bring, bring back to life. And at the same time, they're building this giant laser that can blow up shit. And the secret agent, I forgot his name, but he uh, he has a baboon as his sidekick. So it's kind of like – that's weird. I watched two movies with ape sidekicks this week. Is that the baboon that has a fucking tuxedo on? Yeah, Boone the Baboon. 
and he drives a tank. <laughs> I just spelled a picture of a baboon, and it looks like it's, you know, when, uh, I don't know what you call it. Okay, you give somebody the finger, but what's the deal where you take your arm and you go upward with a fist and take the other arm and put it like <laughs> same where kind you're... Of, same kind of thing. Like, like uh, a f- up your ass kind of yeah, motion. Uh, f- I watched another, another one with... Uh, Roger War or Roger Moore in it this week, and he did the same thing to a car that was going by. So maybe it's a British thing, because the because the uh, secret agent was British in this too. Um, yeah, this is on Instant too. It's not very good, but it's kind of it's it's got some good action in it. I was surprised, yeah. and it's it's done by this group called like the Polo Players Club, or it's produced by them. And I'm curious. I feel like I've heard somebody in our community talk about this studio before, and like like it was just like these 80s rich white guys that just made these action movies for fun or something. So maybe it had mm-hmm. something to do with that. I might have been making that up. I didn't really look into it because I'm a lazy fucker. Um, and then another instant I watched was Into the Abyss. I think you watched this one last week or two weeks ago. The uh, Werner Herzog uh, kind of uh, death row movie. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking good, man. Yeah. Relate to me a story of a, about a squirrel. I did. <laughs> yeah, but that squ- the story of the squirrel. Oh my god, I fucking teared up while he was telling that. Yeah, but you know, honestly, <laughs> I, I I heard an interview where he was talking about that. I found a, um, a there's a there's an interview or a, a Herzog speaking at a college or something uh-huh. on. I posted it uh, uh, on YouTube and it's like a two hour thing of him just talking. But um, I saw a thing where he was talking about um, about that scene. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this priest or, the, or, or this uh, this man of God, he goes into his bullshit story, his religious bullshit mantra. And he said he just needed to break that up because the guy was just going into a spiel. Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, tell me a story, relate to me a story about a squirrel. And he said he, he just says shit like that. He He says, I just have this ability to... Just, I guess it kind of throws someone off and get them to open up, uh, get them out of their normal yeah. just uh, a spiel, and get them to start talking. But and then you get to see what they how they really are. That really was, and the and that really was a touching thing. And I try and tell people because, like I said, I'm anti um, capital punishment. I think yeah. it's fucking barbaric. We're one of the few modern countries that still does that stupid shit. You can't take it back when you kill somebody. Let's no. look at it that way. In case you see all these people that uh, through DNA evidence, they find out that they were not guilty. And, and if you would have killed them. And to but, me, it's like, to me, it's like, you know, if it would be one thing if as soon as the person, as soon as it was, an, and we can get into that whole debate, whether it's, you know, you can actually prove something if you're not there or not. But right. once it's proven, then the the <laughs> sentence is done then. But with this, these guys sit in these cells, these these prisons for ten years, and they know yeah. the exact date they're going to die. Right, and, and that's then fucked have, up. That's like you, you know, have rep- or re- not repeals, but uh, stays and stuff like that. You're just prolonging, prolonging, <sighs> prolonging. But not only that, and I don't, I don't want to get too much more into this because you know we can go on a tangent about whether you are for or whatever. But even if the person, one of my friends says. But what if it's a case where they catch the person, they see them, the cops, everybody's there, sees them murder this person, they do it, blah, 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 and then they throw in, and what if it was your daughter? Well, first of all, if it was my daughter and somebody rapes them, viciously tortures them, this and that and everything, 
I am not in the right frame of mind to judge anyone. Yeah. Uh, secondly, yes, I want revenge, but I guarantee you, I just, I, uh, it's not, your daughter's not coming back. Right. Yeah. And, and the, the guy said it in, you know, the dad that they interviewed talks about that, mm-hmm. but like going to see, like that would do nothing for me. Yeah. You're going and even, to see the person be ex- executed. Even the, uh, when, when a guy that has done like 187, which I thought it was just like disgusting. That's one person can say, I have performed 187 executions. Oh, that guy was uh, fucked up. <laughs> I mean, not uh, fucked up uh, bad, but like but, mentally. But, that guy, yes, for him, and he was all for it and everything, to say, I've witnessed this, and this is wrong. We should not do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, but I mean, that's just me uh, you know, getting up on my stump. But <laughs> was, I think we should try really and be – I think, I think, you know, my God, okay, I'm, I am going to get up on my stump. <laughs> we should be better than – we. you know, if you're going to be against something – like uh, I see Hillary Clinton up on the news talking about uh, human rights abuses in these other countries. Okay. Yeah, that's great. But what about when we're doing shit that's the same thing and we don't prosecute our war criminals and we don't uh, – and we torture people yeah. and we hold them indefinitely without trial and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, it, talk it like you walk it because if you are just going to be like that person that you th- say is bad, then you're – the same. I mean, there's not there's not much difference in hanging someone and fucking giving them a lethal injection. You know, yeah. either way, they're dying quick, and there's a, there's an audience. I mean, it's it is fucking pretty middle ages. So well, and there's there's a there's debate that even the lethal injection. Yeah, you you're paralyzed. You can't move. Yeah. You can't make noise or anything. But there is also people that say uh, you're suffering beyond belief. You just can't show it inside. You're you're on fire and you're you know whatever but whatever people some people want revenge that's that's nice whatever well i i i, I do you know you, you silva wants revenge silva, silva always wants revenge it's charles fucking. bronson he wants revenge <laughs> didn't uh, in death wish doesn't he look so fucking happy when he swings around his little uh sock of pennies yeah so, <laughs> and, then they, and then they break and it's like that would have been great if he had hit himself in the balls in that scene. He's like drinking in his apartment. <laughs> but yeah, when you you know you touched on it that Herzog being able to you know extract things from people just by talking and it's 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 always really interesting. Like the journeys to the end of the world that he did the Antarctica. Did you ever see that one? The one no, about- I've been I've been wanting to see that one and then the one about the where he goes in the cave and everything. Cave I love his Dreams. documentaries. Cave of Forgotten Dreams is on instant, but this yeah. one used to be the one about uh, where he goes to Antarctica and the, he talks to these people and that's what's really interesting. It's it, the, the you know the theme of this becomes more or sorry less showing Antarctica and more like these people that for whatever reason that they all go into kind of found themselves wandering down to Antarctica and they're from everywhere. There's like a, this professional like this guy that's like he uh he's an expert on russian poetry and he works in the greenhouse of this uh-huh. science facility and there's all these interesting people that have just for whatever reason fallen through the cracks and just ended up down here so but there's it really th- good too there's a um this movie i i recommend it um especially if you if you like love herzog uh there's a movie about the uh inc- it's called incident at loch ness mm-hmm. and it's a mockumentary and he plays himself <laughs> 
and it is fucking awesome. I mean, honestly, God, I went to I went to Las Vegas, and every time I was in my room, I I uh, I was putting that in the DVD player. I I just discovered it, and it was one of those ones that I just could watch over and over and over. It's just funny that. watching him, you know. That's cool. Anyway, go ahead, motherfucker. It's two fifteen. We're gonna die. We're gonna <laughs> oh my god, two fifteen. Okay. Well, uh, I got to start the reviews. <laughs> oh my god. Go ahead. I, I watched. You take uh, as long as you want. I don't a care. Robert Klaus directed uh, uh, action movie with uh, that large William recommended called Force Five. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of a forgettable movie, but I mean, it's, there's some really good stuff in it. <laughs> the movie overall is just kind of so-so, but um, there's a ridiculous. Uh, uh, the way that people are kind of it's a it's a cult a religious cult and there's you know this team of five is assembled to infiltrate it or whatever but they're in the cult there's you know the way people are kind of disposed of is thrown into this maze with a bull (laughs) and the fucking bull chases these guys around like a minotaur yeah except a minotaur without a human without human legs um Mm -hmm. yeah pretty good uh i watched uh i can't remember who recommended this maybe uh Mark W on the Facebook group. This movie uh, called with uh, what is his name? Richard Hatch. Uh, yeah. Ghetto Blaster. Uh, this was pretty good. I like this one a lot. Um, kind of a kind of a you know guy coming back and finding his his neighborhood has kind of gone shitty. So he becomes like kind of a. Oh yes, I saw. I remember seeing that fucking poster. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like this one. It had some. It had a, a hot little chick in it that he kind of a, I guess, love interest. And uh, he, um, you know, he's there's some pretty good action and shit in it. I, I, I thought it was entertaining. I liked it a lot. You know, I'm surprised that Richard Hatch didn't go on. He was like the Ricky Steamboat of uh, of uh, TV yeah. when he was on uh, Battlestar Galactic. Good looking guy, you know. Uh, for, you know He's a, he's a, he's pretty good at the action stuff too. Either they either yeah. they faked it really well, or I mean, he's actually pretty decent at using his hands and feet and stuff. So mm-hmm. he was believable. I liked it. Uh, I watched Every Which Way But Loose, which is yeah. always bittersweet to see. But knowing that Clyde was fucking beaten to death by his owner after the movie was released, really, I did yeah. not know that. That's, I don't know, that is horrible. I don't know what the case was, but you know, I mean, he's so fucking sweet in the movie. All he yeah. does is like blow farts and burp and hug Clint. Yeah, they're sweet, but they're fucking like about 20 times stronger than a human. (laughs) So if they turn not sweet, you're (laughs) fucked. (laughs) Did you, hey, do you know more people are killed by black witties and rattlesnakes? Yeah. (laughs) Those guys are great. Uh, I don't remember the the guy's name, the fucking head of the... uh, the head of the Nazi, the uh, the Nazi group. Uh, Old enough, yeah, yeah. He's that that big guy, and he has really bad skin. He's always like a kind of a character actor. I can't remember his name, but uh, I, I got a good laugh later on in the movie when his motorcycle has obviously been wrecked, and they're just towing like the back half of it, and he's still yeah. sitting on. <laughs> yeah, silly movie. One, it was, one it was of good. my. Um, uh, I know. I mean, it's like you said, like kind of a silly movie. It's fun and everything. But one part that I really liked that I thought was very poignant was you heard about this tank, 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 and this legend of this guy, tank and tank, yeah, yeah. And tank. And then when they finally go and show him, it's like it's this fat fucking. Oh, that's old him, guy. Walter Barnes. Yeah, fat old fucker who's who has never given up no. you know, the glory days. Sorry. And I've, I've I've been around people like that. And it's even like when Clint first sees him, he's like, Jesus. And then yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. okay, is this what I want to be? 
That's and you see that in that movie Knuckles, that documentary that Bryn recommended about the uh, Irish uh, uh, travelers that uh, do the bare knuckle fighting. There's a guy <laughs> just like that in that fucking movie. Tank, that wasn't Tank. T- Tank was the yeah the old dude. This was oh, God. I, I can't. I got to figure out this guy's name. The guy, the head of the Black Widows. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know what his name is in real life. One uh, of those guys was a real asshole. Like, was a one of the Black Widows. It's it's one that you see have seen in a million movies. Not the guy, the big with the big belly that has the um, the tattoo. I think it's the guy that maybe had like an eye patch. Oh and yeah. He ended up. He was like a real bad alcoholic, and he beat his wife. I think he may have killed himself and killed her or something after this. Huh. I don't know, but you know, right turn, Clyde. <laughs> Juliet Lewis's dad, <laughs> and oh, and uh, young uh, young Beverly D'Angelo. If I was funny, yeah, Echo. What? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So I watched uh, after I watched that. Like I said, with the PlayStation, that gives you recommendations now, and it recommended My Bodyguard with uh, Chris Makepeace mm-hmm. and Adam mm-hmm. Baldwin, Adam Bald and Matt Dillon, and Adam Baldwin is a big tea partier now. Blech. And, is um, he really? Yes, he is. Fuck. I used to follow him on Twitter, and like, he started posting all this stuff about Obama and stuff. I was like, what? And then I looked into it, and he's just like, all he does now. Well, fuck him in the ass. Yeah. So, uh, Ricky Linderman. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, all the make pieces are okay in my book, and uh, <laughs> I would protect any man with the last name Peach. Peachy. Wow, wow. Hey, wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Ha, <laughs> ha. Uh, I've never seen this one before, and I love I love 80s high school. Is Matt Dillon not the, the uh, fucking little cocksucker? Oh, God, I fucking hate his hair. hair. God. Fucking asshole. Um, this was really good. I'd never seen it, so uh, it's on Instant Watch. Excellent move. And then after that was over, it recommended Hoosiers. Hmm? Another one I've never seen. Dennis Hopper. Dennis mm-hmm. Hopper. There was some sad stuff with him uh, and Barbara Hershey. And um, you know, I think that Dennis Hopper in that movie. I mean, you know, um, he did a really great job. But I mean, <laughs> that would be like me playing a single <laughs> fat guy with a goatee uh, who does a movie podcast and uh, has rides motorcycles and has two dogs. You know, I, I thought he was great, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like I feel like I've seen it, and I, and I was organizing some films this weekend, and I went by Mad Dog Morgan, and I was yeah, like, "Wait, is this the guy from Hoosiers?" <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is really I like Gene Hackman a lot in this movie, but right. he's fucking good in pretty much anything. Hershey he does. Highway too. Yeah, yeah. And I can't. I don't know why I've never seen it. You know, it's it's right up my alley being an yeah, 80s you sports love basketball movie. too. Yeah. So who knows? But I, I I'm glad I finally watched it. I have it on DVD, and I ended up still watching it instant anyway. So uh, it was one. I think this was a big lots buy. So yeah, good shit there. And um, then I watched Doomsday. It's a Neil Marshall movie. Bob Hoskins makes an appearance, but uh, this is a weird little. Uh, Matt, have you seen this one? Doomsday. Is that the kind of post-apocalyptic sort of Mad Maxy kind of with yeah. the chick. That chick's hot. Yes. I liked her. This movie was fucking. The, I, I posted it on the Facebook group. I was like, "This movie dot 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 is the shit." <laughs> I was kind of. I, I'd always been hesitant to see this for whatever reason. I like. I like uh, dog soldiers a lot. I didn't really care for the one where they go spelunking. Uh, the Neil Marshall movie. Um, I know I'm in the minority on that one. The um, 
And I, I, you know, I like Centurion. Okay, I'm not. I can't remember off the top. It was of the one that where they went spelunking. Was that the, the Descent? The Descent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that Emily was and the, that 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 uh, crew of uh, odd. I don't know what they are. <laughs> uh, they love that movie. Uh, I didn't get into it when I watched it. Um, but this was really good. I'd watch this again. And I like it's kind of it's an interesting like mashup of like three genres at once. And um, I, mm-hmm. I'd like to actually review it for the show. So uh, this was a lot of well, fun. okay. Well, okay. And uh, oh, I got one more. I think yes. Um, I watched the two for the show, and then I watched um, a Roger Moore, which I mentioned, and Stacy Keach movie, mm-hmm. also on Instant, mm-hmm. uh, called Street People. Um, it's almost like a Euro crime that takes place in San Francisco. They do go to Sicily a couple times. Um, but, uh, this is good. He plays Roger Moore is kind of a, a lawyer and cousin of a Sicilian mob boss. And he, uh, has a friend, Stacy Keach, who's a race car driver. And apparently like, you get, you get the hint near the beginning that he gives his buddy a call to like do help with like ripping people off and that's, that's how they make money. So he's a lawyer and he, so he's privy to this information uh, from the mob yeah. and the, he knows of this big drug deal that's going down and he calls up Stacy Keach and's like, Hey, you know, there's about probably a million dollars in this, in this heroin thing. If you want to come up and help me, uh, help me, uh, you know, rip these guys off. So, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I really only know Roger, really only know Roger Moore from the James Bond stuff, but seeing him kind of like be kind of like a Euro action guy was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, Stacy Keach is always entertaining. He's kind of, he's real funny in this movie and, uh, it's good stuff. And we have to review some Stacy Keach cause I, you know, the more I see of him, the more I like him. So are you still there? Fuck yeah, I am. Just making sure you got silent on me. And that was it. I was like, I was uh, now see, that's what, okay. Now listen, I feel bad sometimes because I feel like I jump in too much, and then mm-hmm. I give you, I give you fucking full reign. <laughs> well, and you I didn't just hear can't. Anything. You can't live without me. Usually, usually I'll, I can't. If I had to we do a show one. by myself, I'd have like three listeners, and two of which would be me. So <laughs> now uh, we have four. Now we have four. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, that's it for me. So let's Thanks take a break. To my mom and. <laughs> back and uh let's do bare knuckles we'll review bare knuckles next i had that open okay Uh, we'll be right back yes if you're enjoying this podcast perhaps you'd be interested in gleecast you watch your tone young lady hey we're not forcing you to download the internet's best or at least most booze-filled podcast about glee you want to be me who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily... Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. Oh, I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that.
time to talk about bare knuckles. Smack. I'll let you introduce it here. How about I take the lead on this one? Well, how about you just do that? <laughs> Bounty Hunter in Los Angeles sets out to track down and stop a mass serial killer who murders women using kung fu moves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that he actually ever uses fucking kung fu on the actual women he murders. I think it's, uh, <laughs> I think he just uses a knife on them. Yeah, but, but if he would have, they would have deserved it. Yeah, fucking horse. Um, this stars uh, Robert Viharo. I don't know that I recognized him from anything else. Did you have you seen him before? Yes, and I didn't know. I kept thinking, okay, hey Zom, who the fuck is this guy? Well, he was in a little movie called Viva Via with uh, two guys. Well, actually, oh, let me think. Maybe three guys that you may have heard of. Fucking Robert Mitchum, <laughs> Telly Savalas, and goddamn – or I'm sorry, Yul Brenner and fucking Charles Bronson. <laughs> okay, and then he was also in a little movie called Return to Macon County starring Nick Nolte and you watched Don- that? Did you watch that recently? I I'm going to watch it. Okay. I, I was going to watch it, and then you said, "Hey, well, we do this for joke." Okay. And he was in that, and he plays the evil sheriff. He plays what would what would kind of be the Max Bear Junior part in Macon County. But as I told Loaf, that this movie is not a a sequel. A sequel. All right. And it's so, not it's not a remake, and it's not a sequel. But anyway, okay. So that's Robert. Oh, and he was in uh, he was in Valley of the Dolls, which uh, Terry Frost from what the fuck is that show called? Paleo <laughs> Cinema Podcast. Uh, That's just a joke because I would never forget my mean man Terry Bam Bam Frost. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in uh, Valley of the Dolls. Don't forget those bangs, Terry. Um, the uh, so back to Bare Knuckles. Uh, Robert Viharo plays. Zach Kane, who yeah, is what a, a name. He's an interesting uh, vigilante kind of uh, uh, hand for hire. He's a bounty hunter. What? Uh, yeah, bounty hunter. He he um, he likes like he likes to use his bare hands. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we are treated pretty early on. Now I have to say, the movie opens with uh, with some. Uh, bare knuckle boxing moves uh, on a railroad track. And it's funny that I had just watched right before I watched this is pretty much I had watched uh, uh, Clint Eastwood when then I said I watched fucking every which way but lose every which way but lose you got um, so I killed that fucking orangutan <laughs> with my bare hands and it made me think of uh, it made me think of the Charles Bronson movie the bare knuckle boxing movie he did uh, what was that called uh, Hard Times Hard Charles Times. Bronson yeah. James Coburn check it out so um, so he looked like in the dark with that mustache he kind of looked like one of the Almada brothers you know <laughs> 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 but uh, when it, when we see him in the light. He's much more magnificent than that. He's got a little curly mullet. He wears a lot of turtlenecks. Yeah. And if Franklin Harris fucked Rocky Blyer <laughs> in the ass, <laughs> and then they took um, – hmm, I'm trying to think who else. But anyway. Well, he does kind of a Charles Bronson thing in the movie. 
um, there's another tie-in because whenever he talks, he kind of talks like that where and he has that voice because he's kind of trying to be tough, but he has kind of a nasally voice at the same time. But uh, he um, – we get a little training montage at the beginning, which I fucking just loved. That uh, was awesome. <laughs> so he works out in his jeans. If he's boxing, he does it with jeans and, he, and shirtless. But when he but when he runs, he's wearing he's, a sweater and jeans, jogging. <laughs> and and, 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 and I, I can't remember specifically, but I bet you five bucks he didn't have tennis shoes on. No, I bet she had like boots or you know. <laughs> he, and he just, I mean, and he fucking trains hard too. Yeah, and uh, I'm kind of digging. Where, where after they show him, he brings this guy in. That's how we set up his character. So he's uh, bare knuckle boxing this dude and. Um, uh, brings him into the to the police station where he gets his reward, and um, then it shows him like kind of doing the lonely man walk on the way home, and we get this blues riff, <laughs> but it's kind of a low rent blues riff where it sounds like it's maybe done with a moog instead of a guitar. But uh, I kind of like what the it. fuck is a moog? It's a it's a, it's a early it's like the earliest synthesizer. It's kind of like where okay. Yeah. Well, you're you're talking over my head, Daddy O. Daddy-o. There's, an, there's actually a Moog app on the... Uh, <laughs> that was my nasally voice that I could never be like a, a, a fucking badass bare-knuckle guy either. Plus, I'm a big pussy. <laughs> and you hate the death penalty. You gotta be willing to kill some motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, and there's a really... So after the training sequence, there's a really random shot after him working out of him... <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. He's, he's playing like jazz flute. <laughs> And it's not like, touched on any other time in the movie, but there's this really but, random uh, shot of him playing the flute. Uh, just a, a few seconds, too. It just goes to that, and then it just goes away real quick. <laughs> I think that was to show its sensitive side, that he wasn't just yeah. a, uh, you know. <laughs> well, he's also a painter, jerk. which we touch on. So the, the chick that comes home with him at one point, she's kind of hot. But uh, yeah. she oh, yeah. uh, she's walking around his room. Now, first of all, he's got this really weird headboard that looks like it has wrinkled up wrapping paper on it. Mm-hmm. But he also has these random paintings that look like they might have been drawn by a child uh, around his room. And she's like, did you do these? He's like, some of them. <laughs> and, uh, 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 so no, the, he, uh, my, my uh, three-year-old did them. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, it, it wasn't me. So, yeah, stupid, we, we, <laughs> we get this total like uh, picture of Zach Cain as a – he's a renaissance man. Uh, <laughs> he gets ass. Fucking man's man. <laughs> um, he, uh, he paints – He's a jazz flautist, <laughs> and I'm not sure that I've seen a, a, a flautist in a movie in an action flick before. I'm sure I've seen the flute played in a movie before. Never seen flautist. one in an action movie. Flautist. God damn! What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. And, You're like a fucking arty guy. I am. I like art. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm twisting my mustache. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> so, so um, the uh, we uh, we so we get finally the, into the main part of the story. So we've been introduced to Zach Kane. We've been introduced <sighs> to uh, the fact that he's kind of a a, a well well rounded individual. He's such a man's man that like men uh, can't even look him in. The, I mean, he's just 
He's the, the fucking dude has more confidence than our whole fucking like uh inner like a uh, Facebook internet group altogether. Well, yeah, when, he's more of a man than any of us even fucking ever would even dream of being a man. He carries around. This is what I was really when he re, when he meets the chick in the movie that he I guess it's Sherry Jackson plays her. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. But when he meets her, he's just fucking walking down the street carrying a bag of Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> and like I got I did wonder did pizza not have did pizza hut not have boxes in the 70s? Hell, I don't know. I was just, I, I wasn't born until like 84. <laughs> well, it was weird because it looked like a fucking like bat like the pizza was wrapped in a bag and he kind of breaks up the, like sh- the, this chick that he ends up being the love interest. Was the guy that he hung out with really named Black? <laughs> That um, was his given. That was his Christian name. Okay, the um, he he kind of there's a guy kind of yelling at her in the driveway. I don't I don't know if it was her boyfriend or what, but they pull in and he's yelling at her and he kind of steps in and like, hey, what's going on here? And uh, he's carrying pizza, <laughs> no mm-hmm. like no like six pack or anything, just pizza. And then he starts eating it off the hood of a car, and the chick joins him. It was a really awkward scene. <laughs> she, I thought she, she had gloves on too, but um, she fucking recognized. She knew. She knew. She was like, "Jesus Christ!" Because she started to walk away. Yeah, and then she turns and then around she and she was comes like, back and "Get a slice." She she just smelled his fucking cock. <laughs> I mean, honestly, God, she could smell his musk. It, it's like she started to walk away, like, "Oh, this guy's not." And then and then it hit her. She was like. Oh my fucking god! What is that? He farted or something, you know? And then the pizza, the fart, and the fucking uh, the the testosterone, the testosterone and coming off of his mustache. She, honest to God, at at that moment, he owned her. He could have done anything to her. <laughs> he was, might have because she looked at. His I guarantee he did, man. Juvenile paintings and his probably his flute was yeah. probably on a stand in the middle in the in the corner of the room, and he lives. He probably can't even like when he played the flute. It probably sounded like you know, <laughs> like he probably can't play it. He probably he can't fucking paint. He can't play. He probably can't do anything. Like he'd be sitting there saying, "Hey, I'm going to sing you a song." And but he has really giant, he has a really great big cock. So all the women, he thinks he's the shit because nobody will tell him. His cock has a mullet and a mustache too. The only thing he can do is fight and fight and, and fuck. fuck. But I mean, honestly, let me ask you a question. Okay, if you could give up everything that you do well in life right now, if somebody said, okay, you can give up everything, everything that you ever have done well in your life that you do, and we will allow you to fuck and fight better than anybody on the planet. <laughs> most guys would be, fuck yeah, I'd take it. Fucking God, take most guys. <laughs> well, well, you know, there'd be somebody out there. Namby pambies probably wouldn't, but. Those liberal I don't. Pisses. I never really have to think about it because, you know. Once <laughs> 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 you got it. Um, <laughs> so uh, we get the other half of the story then. We get this creepy killer. And this made me think of, what was the movie? With the, it's another. What was that it's a, I was thinking, I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm sucking my teeth, as they say. <laughs> the guy that, um, he's a boxer, and he's tracking down this creepy killer, who, uh, in a uh, kind Tom of Berenger Tom in Tom Berenger uh, movie with the, yeah. the Abel Ferreira movie. It reminded me of that one, and it reminded me yeah. of Ten to Midnight too. He was tougher than fucking Tom Berenger though in that movie. He was definitely fucking tougher than uh, puffy faced Bronson in Ten to Midnight. 
Uh, the killer in 10 to midnight might have been a little creepier than this guy. So we get introduced to the killer. I don't know, man. I don't know. know. The the, the snorting and heavy breathing was pretty good, but he didn't kill him naked. He did wear – oh, it reminded me of Shotgun too. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's a really fucking low-rent movie. But the the killer in that one always wears like leather bondage clothes. Nice. But um, he wears this like like – Looks like a handmade Batman mask. This guy does. I honest to God, okay. I was like, oh my God, it's the Juggernaut because he looks like fucking X Men. The Juggernaut, that mask, it's just like this thing that goes over his head. It's, it's like the fucking it's a yeah. Juggernaut mask. The Juggernaut um, bitch. Sorry. The uh, <laughs> bring it. So he 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 murders this woman on a woman on the sidewalk, and then I guess maybe it's a comment on L A. But all these motherfuckers are watching this woman just get stabbed to death, and most of them are these sleazy-looking dudes with mustaches just looking out their window. This chick getting just stabbed repeatedly. Well, I mean, there's been I, – I know there was a really infamous or famous – I think it might have been in New York, though. Huh? It's hot as fuck in this room. <laughs> but there, there was actually an incident where something like that happened, and the people just stood around and watched this woman getting raped and murdered by a yeah. And the, and so even there's even a scene with this this chick saying like after she witnesses this murder, she's like, I got to get out of this town, and like gets in an argument with her boyfriend over it. I'm like, why are these people calling the fucking police? Yeah, but, um, and he's just sitting on the edge of the bed, like, eh, <laughs> God damn it, just so, you know, let it go. So if anything, Ain't none of business. If I got to complain about any, anything in the film, it's kind of the middle of it where Zach. Kane starts tracking down this guy because it doesn't doesn't really make it, I don't know I might have missed it but they don't really make it clear of how he knew it was this guy or how he knew the people that saw the murder or whatever somebody remember well it wasn't that the um, the uh, African American lady she saw it well yeah the, but the how guy did he you know talking that she about saw it? because he he found out from uh, from black didn't I thought well he just remember oh, oh my god. He was going. He was beating the street. He was he was shaking the bushes. Remember when he was walking down the street and he talked to that great big tranny? He walked up and grabbed her ass. <laughs> that, what, I, took a screenshot I don't know of if it was a tranny or not, but it if was. You, uh, if, if you were on the Facebook group, you would have seen a nice screenshot of her. Uh, I did a <laughs> I did a two step one. I did okay. So that was pretty cool. Like playing the bluesy music and he's walking around on the street looking for information because there's <laughs> a fifteen thousand dollar reward out for this guy that's yeah, murdering women uh, in the street. And um, he's talking on the phone and he's being tough and pointing in the air and and then he walks. Walks by this chick in a in a, <laughs> a pink dress, and it's already a train wreck from the back. But he walks up behind her and kind of like grabs her ass and squeezes a couple times. Yeah, he cupped it. He got the. He was kind of in the sort of in the. You know, he was going. He's he going for the in between the leg shot, and um, yeah. and then it shows the front, and oh my god, <laughs> she was fucking horrifying. She had these like snaggle teeth. And she looked like divine, but not as attractive. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I, "That's a fair assessment." John Waters would have been grossed out by this prostitute. So, mm-hmm. um, and then he ends up in a gay bar, also searching for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was a there was another there was another leather daddy bar in fucking. <laughs> in, yes, there was. There's a lot of those in Vice uh, Squad. Um, but I like when he goes in the gay bar and, um, unlike the one in vice squad where you actually see some like guys that are muscular and stuff, there is not one attractive guy in this fucking gay bar that he's in. <laughs> They're all fucking trolls. And, and that um, really disappointed you. Didn't it? What? 
Were you di- and you were disappointed? I was very disappointed. Well, you know what? I, um, I, I will say this. Okay, I remember this time. Okay, th- th- my dad looks a lot like or looked a lot like this guy because there was a time and, you know, uh, in, in, at this period of time uh, where my dad had like a perm and he always rocked that fucking mustache, like a <laughs> mustache or something like that, and um, sort of the same attitude – like you know, and everything, and um, but when you watch, when you see pictures of those guys now, and when Zach Kane walked into that gay bar, I mean, I would have not had any problem thinking that he was gay. He looks like a macho seventies, you know, with the Freddie Mercury mustache, and you know, just looking, and and I, they were, I don't know, I think he could have got some action in there. He probably could have. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, you know, with the stash especially. And but honestly, I mean, I think you were supposed to think be, because of the times, you were supposed to think it would be like John Wayne Walker, Clint Eastwood walking into a gay bar. And then even when Black walked in. But then we've watched uh, Quarrel and Cruisin' and movies like that, and we're like, well, shit, yeah, hell. If I, if, I, if I was in a gay bar and those guys walked in, I wouldn't have gave them a fucking second look other than to be like, god damn. Zach, Zach Kane was by far the best-looking dude in that bar. Oh, fuck yeah. They would have been on him like stink on shit. <laughs> uh, now, uh, I, I, we, we get a little background on the on – oh, I'm the sorry, color. stank. Stank on shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, did that creep in the sweatsuit not fucking look like Paul Simon a little bit? <laughs> yes. But he was hairy. He was really fucking hairy because you see him in a tank top and mm-hmm. he there's this weird like training sequence with him now <sighs> with his trainer. And <laughs> his, his trainer was straight out of like a Turkish exploitation movie. <laughs> he had this big fucking mustache. And, uh, but, he looks like a guy that is in... Um, um, that movie Training Day with uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> the, 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 okay, did you, did you see that movie? Uh-uh. Oh, God damn it. Now, how the hell can I? Okay, there's a scene in that movie where Ethan Hawke, uh, Denzel sets him up, and he's in this uh, room with these uh, two vatos. Uh-huh. And uh, they're playing, or uh, three or four of them, they're playing cards. And they ask you, they're like, hey, cop, you want to play some cards? So he sits down and starts playing cards. Well, the one guy that's the head of them, that's who this guy looks like okay. for anybody that's listening. Because like, <laughs> most of the people that watch or that listen to our show, uh, that watch movies, that know m- movies, have seen that movie. You know, so yeah. I don't know about you. Not, not me. What happened? Uh, <laughs> How'd you get this gig? <laughs> I just know the technical shit. That's the only way. Yeah, I, I, I do the recording. Uh, Fuck! I'm not carrying my weight here. I love you, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, as you've heard us do a few times, they do. The, he does this heavy breathing as he does his kung fu music. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. And you um, know this guy. I don't think. Do you think he knows kung fu? Because he looked like know. just me, try, like at work when I'm acting stupid with my friends. <laughs> he doesn't. He. He. I don't know. He looked okay. Like he just like in. Um, in uh, uh, the the other one I mentioned earlier, uh, they, if the Richard Hatch movie, if he uh-huh. uh, in in Ghetto Blaster, if he didn't know it, they kind of they pulled it off pretty well. If he didn't, well, I think the one thing that kind of kills it a little bit is this dude is like uh, uh, a few. I don't know. He's his his uh, DNA strand. Uh, if he, if it had just a few things switched around, he'd be Rick Moranis. So he's supposed to be this badass uh, psycho, whatever, and he kind of looks like. 
A cross between Rick Moranis and the cop in Vice Squad. He's Harry Paul Simon. <laughs> uh, That's so, Harry Paul Simon? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, he, fight, he does fight this random Asian dude on a roof, and I swear the Asian dude was fighting with a pair of chopsticks. Chopsticks, yeah. What was that? Did, did dudes really fight with chopsticks? I've no, seen- he was, they were sitting there. I think he was eating, and he just had them in his hand. <laughs> so weird. I think. <laughs> um. This I like movie. in movies when uh, <laughs> when it seems like just about everybody in the movie knows martial arts. Yes, I love that about movies. You know, it's like, goddamn, you know, or I don't know. Um, it's the 70s. This is a very, like... Everybody had at least seen Kung Fu, so they could do a, some moves. <laughs> they could at least pretend like it. Yeah. Um, this is a... You know, you get a real sense that this is a, one of those... You know, you mentioned earlier the the cheap movie that goes along with the bigger movie for the double feature. This probably would have been on one of those, like in the drive-in or something. This mm-hmm. would have been the first film, but um, and you you get a sense of that the the lack of budget. I guess there's a lot of dark scenes, but I, I feel like the director did pretty well with uh, you know, especially the low light low light stuff in it. Um, yeah, Don Edmonds is the director of this. Oh, he directed the Ilsa movies. Oh. Um, Isn't he Vaharo's brother-in-law? Is he? I don't know. I, th- I think there's there's a connection there. Vaharo and is um is um he was I think married to that guy's father of okay well he's father of actress serena vaharo i'll have to look her up i bet she's hot but um the one director i think was uh his brother-in-law and and he was married to i don't know if the, if the woman was an actress or what but whatever who gives a shit i really gotta turn the fan on in here i'm fucking dying hang on a second well, I never really cared about singing the blues till I did this podcast with this motherfucker who doesn't have air conditioning. This sweaty motherfucker. So got well, that, a big mustache. The controller for the air conditioner is all the way downstairs, so you'd have to hold on even longer for that. So, oh, yeah. fuck! Did you fart, or did the dog fart? Oh uh, no, I I farted. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> the fan didn't actually come on. There I thought go. for sure you were going to say this is a recording. No, no, no. It's recording. And um, I was going to come down there and I was going to kill you, motherfucker. I've, I've, I've been thinking about trimming back to a Vaharo-style mustache again. I, I, I rocked that for a while, but I now have the handlebar, as most people know. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking about going back. I don't know. I've been considering it. Every time I do that, I, I look uh, – I, I don't know. I just don't look good. I don't know if I do either, but I, don't I even did it the other day when it was nice and full, and it just—I don't know. It's not uh, not for you. I don't, I, I don't know. Sometimes with a mustache, you gotta you, you gotta know. you gotta get used to it. It's kind of like beer; it's kind of an acquired taste. So I, just leave it around for a week, and you kind of get used to it. I, I think if I have the mustache, I have to have like the Craven, the Hunter thing on my chin. Yeah, yeah. just a little something because I, I I I look very. Um, Village people, leather guy. <laughs> Maybe not. I, and then sometimes I, I have a, a, a like I should be in that that uh, old man Mexican uh, brother uh, movie that we watched, the Almadas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't do an Almada mustache. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Horror hound. Something's going to be different. Sweet. Um, I hope I can make it. The um, well, you better fucking be there, you piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, we can wear our we can wear our Jiminy Cricket with his dick out t shirts. Um the, the uh 
No, you don't like Jiminy Cricket? Who? I don't know. Never heard of it. The, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, the, the low-lit shots in it, a lot of them actually work. There's some cool silhouettes and stuff, and I think uh, I think he did well with the, the budget that he had. Um, yeah. The, um, and I, I, I won't keep going, but the uh, one last note I wanted to mention, the, and it's a, it's a wrestling tieback, which I always like to do. I said, Zach Kane, he may get the chicks. He may be a badass and a renaissance man, but he'd really stink at a cage match. <laughs> There's a scene where they're, they're kind of fighting, and uh, most a lot of movies in L.A., they always end up in the, uh, I don't know what, the, what that is, the L.A. River or whatever that thing is. The, yeah, it's like a, the reservoir. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is. They always have a, that's where they raced Grease Lightning in Greece. Yeah, it's where they, it's where Grease they fucking. Grease Lightning. It's where, like, uh, the, the motorcycle tractor trailer scene of Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah. They drove in it and drive. I mean, it's, it's, it's. That thing is in a lot, but it's like a big cement pond. Yeah, the, it's it, a, what what us hillbillies call so a cement. Uh, cement. It's a cement crick. Um, but there's a the guy is running away and climbs What's over a fence, and all he fucking does is shove uh, Zach Kane. Zach Kane is this huge badass. He shoves mm-hmm. him once with his foot, and that fucker goes rolling like thirty feet. <laughs> I was like, match over at that point. <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's working. He let that guy just escape really way too early on in the match. So, uh, uh, so anyway, what what do you have uh, anything to add? Oh, I probably do uh, since I actually took notes this week. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've been thinking that I don't think I've been given our fans enough of an effort. I know you're fucking just you don't take notes. I was just joking. You well, fucking, thanks for uh, saying and that. You, you abandon the Facebook group. Well, you know what? That's their fault. You're coming back. I can. They feel it. they fucking you know don't blame me. Blame society. Ryan Ryan is bringing you back. If anybody. Oh he, man, that was awesome. Yes, I love that guy. Not not like that. Come on back. Come on. Come on back. Okay. Anyway, you go to uh, uh, okay. At the very beginning, I noticed one thing that I, that slightly disturbed me in the the very. Uh, very brutal. Uh, like when Zach Kane's fighting, one thing I like about this movie is it's not like Seagal where he just fucking can just beat everybody. Right. I mean, he gets it's a fight. He takes I mean, he takes some blows too. Yeah, that first fight. I mean, he was he was pretty beat up. Um, but he had a sh- he had a, a a a coat like a jacket on, and he had a shirt that was untucked, like a button up shirt. Mm-hmm. But he had the belt. Around the shirt, the <laughs> outside, like a woman would wear. I saw a dude at the store the other day that had his fucking t-shirt tucked into his underwear. Nice. <laughs> it's fucking. He was bent over looking at an iPad, and the motherfucker's pants was com- were coming down, and, and his he had briefs like tidy whities and the t-shirt nice. was tucked into the tidy whities It was awful. At least you did not see his fucking butt crack. <laughs> anyway, I think what I've rather uh, seen butt crack. Isn't it than worse? That. It, you know, when you start, we used to make fun of like your your dad or your uncle or whatever when they would bend over and their butt crack would show, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And eh. but then when you start getting a gut, oh, it's, it's like I it, can't. I, I do it every day. Front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. It sucks, man. Sucks being old. I got to get on this diet again. Uh, okay, so he was wearing the belt uh, around like a woman wear, or an Indian in a movie. Uh, I love when, when when he was running in his jeans. That reminded me of my dad because when I was uh, doing sports and stuff like that, and uh, I would uh, 
go jog for to stay in shape a few times like my dad be like oh go run with you whatever and he would just wear his he'd wear a pair of tennis shoes but he'd just wear jeans and you know whatever and i'm like okay but it was at night so that was cool (laughs) at least you know that was when we were bonding (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, what do you do the best i can Said somebody asked him what he did, and he said the best I can. <laughs> I, I wish I wrote down. He said a couple cheesy. of cool things to that chick. <laughs> I wish I'd written those down. It's kind of cheesy, but you know, uh, 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 great big Andre the Giant, fat ugly hooker. Uh, we already talked about that. Uh, uh, let's see. He likes to smoke, and but Kane likes to smoke and have a mustache. So that's his two hobbies. That's what I like uh, to do too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that one movie you were talking about, uh, Beatles movie, probably would have been better if uh, oh, yes. whatever. Def- anyway, definitely would have been. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, I put down first. I put down that Kane kind of looked like Bill Buckner, but then I scratched out <laughs> Bill Buckner and put Dennis Eckersley. Yes, uh, sort of. His, his mullet need to be a little bit longer. Yeah, a little curly. Um, uh, oh, in the gay bar, there was a, there was okay. The uh, they're, they're like very unattractive. Not just, I mean, they were just everyday guys, and I bet you five bucks they were just like they well, people walking down the street. Hey, you want to be in a movie? Anyway, but there was a big fat guy in the background, and you know you would see on like the Chappelle show where they would show a dance scene at uh, the China Club when Rick James was there, and uh, or <laughs> Chappelle would walk in, and they'd have the one guy on Chappelle that would always be standing there doing the robot. Yeah. Well, there was a big fat guy like that. He just was out of place <laughs> dancing in the background. Uh, let's see. We had some massage parlor tit. Uh, oh, yeah. When the guy went to the massage parlor. <laughs> I took a screenshot when, when the killer jumps out in there. I took a screenshot of him going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Juggernaut. Uh, Keto. Keto was the guy with the mustache. And the mustache that Keto had, the, the, this was the Turkish uh, Star Wars guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, it almost it, – it, it, it was like a Fu Manchu, but it like came back along his jawline, like almost to his ears, like a old Ole Anderson, uh, whatever the hell. I don't know what they call that. Pork chop uh, sideburns or whatever. Uh, not sideburns. I don't know what it was. Whatever. Okay. Uh, drunk mom of Juggernaut was pretty uh, – she was uh, – if you've seen K. Parker movies uh, or uh, the porno movies um, – uh, okay, K. Parker was taboo. And that was when she was fucking her son. But they had these ones called Taboo American Style. Uh-huh. And they the, the mother was – it was like a real dysfunctional family. And the, the girl was like this real manipulative, evil chick. And she almost had her mother in the mental hospital. Her mother was an alcoholic because the daughter had a hold over the husband because she was fucking – well, that's the way this mom was. Um, the, that's kind of what leads – I mean, you know, that uh, – the 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 juggernaut killer guy uh why he's kind of fucked up in the head is because i think um his mother and him maybe had a little bit of an incestuous relationship something man he when was, she was drunk he was gross well he kissed her on the mouth <laughs> yeah. and i've never kissed my mom on the mouth like that Hoo-hoo. and uh then he told her he said something about uh just uh because she she knew and keto knew that he was a psycho because they had put him in a, a – the mom had had him committed, and that made him mad. But Keto knew that he was a fucked up fucker, but he just like went along with it for some reason. He was like his <laughs> trusted companion. But uh, he told his mother, he said, uh, uh, 
just keep your mouth shut and everything will be fine. It'll be Sunday brunch and sex orgies just like usual because his mom was a whore. She'd get drunk and guys would be like fucking – she'd be drunk at a party and the son would be standing there and like a guy would be like sticking his tongue down her throat and feeling up her tits and everything right in front of him. Uh, fighting, making hawker sounds. I actually wrote that down. <laughs> hawker. Hawker. Um, uh, hoo young and perky, clothes, curtains. Oh, I know what that was. That was the, that was the girl, I think, that uh, her husband or boyfriend had the chopsticks. But she, she got undressed. Oh, yeah, she was hot. Very young, perky boobies yes. that, that looked like they had not been long before they had sprouted. Yeah, and then <laughs> no and gravity. Then, and then uh, uh, when, <laughs> when uh, of course, just uh, as true, in true exploitation style, when um, the, the – the the guy gets chased out of her apartment when she's confused and coming out to see what happens. She's only putting the towel around her waist. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, hell yeah. No, yeah. She didn't want to like cut the towel or poke a hole in the towel. <laughs> um, there was one scene uh, Juggernaut uh, had on. He has <laughs> he fights in uh, leather ballet slippers. I lo- <laughs> he, he had these things on, and that's what they look like. Must they did not look like tennis shoes. Huh? Remember his little kung fu shoes? Yeah, kung fu shoes. Yeah, they, I don't think were they the ones that had the like you used to see those like they looked like a sock, but they the 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 they only had one toe that you know, like your big yeah, toe. Like to, yeah, separate the, the, oh. the two like ninja shoes. Yeah, ninja shoes. Uh, <sighs> Juggernaut is dumb Donald from Fat Albert with the leather hood. The guy in Fat Albert that had the the he had the hat that he looked had holes <laughs> in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I look like. Uh, <laughs> Black coffee, straight whiskey, and unfiltered cigarettes. That's my kind of guy. And I, and I will say this, okay? This is one of those movies where when you watch it, uh, it makes you really um, wish that uh, women dressed the way they did back in the, that Sherry Jackson that plays his uh, Zachary Kane's love uh-huh, interest. Uh-huh. The scene where they go to the party and she goes in the house and uh, the killer comes in and is like, hey, how are you? And, uh, you could tell she didn't – I don't know if she had on any underwear. She definitely didn't have a bra on. Ugh, and yes. and uh, it might have been polyester. I don't know. But, man, those outfits were fucking hot. Showed like the midriff mm-hmm. and you know you could see the nipples and shit. And it's like, god damn. Woo, daddy. Woo. And she was on Star Trek. Uh, I look. I just looked her up while we were talking, and she had some scenes with Shatner. I, I don't know. If she oh, obviously she's probably an alien, but uh, they have. And she was, uh, I think, on in uh, the Adam West Batman. Got a picture of her in a leopard spotted bikini and a topless picture that I found. So nice. uh, it's nice. Post um, group. Oh, that's wait. about it. <laughs> that's all I got to add. Uh, I I I will say this. Um, I just happened to find this movie. I don't know why. I I saw it and I was like, what the hell is this? I was in the mood to watch something kind of. Uh, low budget drive in shit, sleazy mm-hmm. shit. And I watched it and I was like, holy fuck, man, this is pretty entertaining for, yeah. for you know, a low budget piece of shit. Well, then I was reading up on it and this is like a big, uh, Quentin Tarantino is a big fan of this movie. Oh. And he, uh, there was some big uh, movie, uh, convention thing or whatever that he was involved in and he showed this movie there and everything you know because he likes finding these hidden gem drive-in grindhouse movies and stuff and this was one that he really liked so it's got the QT uh, stamp of approval. approval daddy cool well uh, yeah this is um, I don't guess it's surprising now but I mean you told me this was good beforehand but uh, you know this is solid you know it's you know it's 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 
definitely low budget, but I mean, oh, and they, and they 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 said that they didn't. This was guerrilla um, uh, filmmaking at its finest because they said they didn't get any permits for anything. <laughs> they would stop along the road and be like, "Okay, we're going to shoot here. Let's get this fucking done before the cops show up or something." You know? I could see that. I, I've always since. as they were fighting in that like the 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 cement creek. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder if there's like people in line for this. Like as soon as they're done with their scene, somebody else probably moved in and <laughs> filmed a yeah. different movie right in the same place. Cause it was like nice, nice time of day. So, so probably as soon as they were done, somebody else came in. That uh, one scene, I forgot about this. So, and then I'll, you know, we can get into our, whatever, uh, ratings. Um, uh, his friend, we mentioned that he had a friend named Black. Uh-huh. Well, they 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 kind of played it up on the poster like it was a buddy thing, but it really wasn't. Black no. was there, and and uh, he had respect for Zachary Kane and had worked with him before, but they kind of didn't like each other. <laughs> but he he enlisted his help in uh, going to the ghetto, and uh, they went to, they went to the ghetto to uh, find that that African American chick, and then. Um, they had to deal with some very um, not nice guys, not nice brothers, <laughs> and them brothers did like Zach Kane, and uh, he's lucky to get his bowels cut yeah. off. <laughs> uh, I give this. I actually give this as seven point seven five out of ten. Um, typically, with this kind of film, I would I would expect lower, but um, this was fun. There's stuff to laugh at. There's good good action. The fights are fun. Um, you won't waste your time watching this. And like we said, it was on, it's on instant in the U S so seek it out. This was one that, that, um, I imagine if if they would do like a, uh, movie poster or a trailer today, it would easily, I mean, if it was done today, Jesus Christ. And with Quentin Tarantino fucking backing it, uh, there would be sequels to this. And Robert Vajara would be, uh, connected to the character Zachary Kane, it would be like Robert Vaharo is Zachary Kane. <laughs> Robert Vaharo is bare knuckles. Good stuff. Awesome guy. He should have had a better career. Yeah. Vaharo. So, what do you rate it? I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I give it a. I, I agree with you. I'll just go along with you, no matter what you say. <laughs> seven point two. What'd you say? Seven point five. Seven point seven five. Oh, I won't go that high. Fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, 7.25. Yeah, still. See, up. unlike some podcasts, we don't, you know. We're not Fuck that shit. Up. We're not locked up. But I wish people would send us more feedback. <laughs> no, I don't want to get into that. Let's just forget I just said that. Uh, wink, wink to anybody who knows what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. So 7.75. 7.25. Let's take a break. And we're going to come back and talk some Ramrod. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yes, yes. Goodbye, I podcast. Yes, in the morning. I podcast in the evening. All over the swamp. I talk about Hammer. I talk about Amicus. I talk about everything which went in between. Especially about Neil Cutterman. Amicus.com.
That's really quiet. Yeah. I had to rip that off YouTube. It sounds like shit. Oh well. That's actually Wings Hauser singing. Is it? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Time for some Vice Squad. Vice Squad. In a world with sleazy ramrods. Um. <sighs> A Los Angeles businesswoman. What? All right. Los Angeles businesswoman, okay, known only by her street name of Princess, turns to prostitution to support herself and her young daughter when she's forced by Detective Tom Walsh and his vice squad to help them. That is not what happened. She's a hoe anyway. To help them arrest a brutal pimp named Ramrod for the murder of a prostitute named Ginger. But when Ramrod learns that he was set up, he escapes from police custody and begins a long night of tracking down Princess, while Walsh and his vice squad are always one step behind him. One step behind. Thank you, Matt. Sweet Jesus. So, Zom, this was your first time seeing Vice. Oh, oh yeah, it's in a world. We're Hollywood Vice. Blah, 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 blah. That's another movie. Okay. Anyway, let's get into this movie. And if you just listen to that song, which we, I didn't know that was Wings Hauser. I thought it was fucking uh, James Hadfield. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. My first note is shitty intro music. <laughs> what? I wrote down shitty intro music. <laughs> I like that okay. song. Well, yeah, it goes with the movie, but, you know, if you were fucking driving down the goddamn road trying to loosen your load and you had seven women on your mind, you know, you wouldn't be able to listen to that shit. Anyway. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that because I'm telling you what, it wouldn't surprise me what the fuck you listen to. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hmm. This movie. I see now. Now I don't even like having notes because I, you know, I just need to just talk about the movie and not just read notes. Um, notes bad. This movie's rated R. People. <laughs> you think? It's one thing you need to know. Uh, and another thing you need to know is um, when your name, when your street name is Princess, and uh, you have a young daughter, and someone, you know, just. You know, you call you know your son. You might call him Buddy, or you know, hey Buddy, come here, or something like that. You know, even if that's not his nickname, or uh, you call a little girl Princess. Uh, when your street name is a prostitute, is Princess. You don't like when somebody calls your daughter Princess. That's 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 kind of. Um, so and, um, so anyway, uh, you learn a lot, uh, much like cruising uh, with the uh, hanky. Um, thing where you know you find out what each uh, hanky means when you got it hanging out of your back pocket this mm-hmm. movie you you'll learn a lot at least for this time i'm sure the prices have went up like for what uh, what you get for like a golden shower how much you have to pay for a blow job a hand job around the world side to side in and out no 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 half and half half and half uh what is half and half blow uh, it's a blow job followed by sex a blow job not to completion God damn. Oh, okay. Whatever. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I never pay. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> I, 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 I take it. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Bitches. You know. Uh, you hear the term bitches used quite a bit in this movie. Uh, women are um, uh, sexually exploited, uh, used like uh, uh, cattle, sex objects, whatever. Uh, got some uh, men who are in business. 
And then when they did say she was a businesswoman, in some way she is a businesswoman because uh, she's selling that pussy. Now, did uh, she have a real legit job? It seemed like um, at first they led you to believe that, but I don't think she did. I think that she just – that was her – that was the life that people thought, right? Like uh, in, you know, in the neighborhood she lived in and everything. But the whole time she was selling that uh, skank ass puss on the street. Uh, you learn, and as most uh, men know, that pimping ain't easy. Uh, you got to make sure the bitch's money is right, and if it's not, it's nothing personal. You have to um, get their mind right. Now, I think that. Much like in lots of businesses, um, everyone has their own style of management. Uh, in my opinion, um, it's like a loan shark. Um, you don't kill the guy that owns you mo- owes you money because if you kill him, then he can't fucking pay you back. Exactly. So putting a fine quality uh, bitch in the hospital – I mean, unless they really, really fucking cross the line, I don't see that being advantageous to the pocketbook. I mean, you know, they still got to, you know, put a brand on their face or something like that. But you don't fucking fuck up the the cunt hole or the butthole or the mouth hole. Because, I mean, they got to work. How the fuck are you going to pay your bills? Dumb bitch. Ramrod. Ramrod will just go out and get another one, though. Yeah, but you know uh, that's true. But I'm I'm just a little I I don't know I'm I I've always been known as a as a soft touch. So I guess you know maybe that's why you know a lot of my bitches you know I, you know sometimes they go sometimes they come. You rule you you rule your, your stable with a velvet hand. I have a velvet hand, but uh, the velvet can – I'm firm, but I'm fair. Okay. Now, I don't know if I'm fair. Whatever. Uh, Ramrod, is, we're introduced to – okay, a princess. Well, I'm going to get into this. Let's get into the fucking review. It's 3.30. Anyway. Oh, God damn it. Talk a lot of trash here, motherfucker. Okay. Princess um, – let me describe princess. Um, if, she was a, if she was a boy, she would be a twink. Uh, if she and was a she, woman, if she but put it this way, if she had testicles and a penis, um, she would be a twink. Okay, she has the short hair, which, like I have said before, I don't like Alyssa Milano with you know short hair. Or I've seen other women with short hair that that are hot. Um, Princess has the body that I had when I was probably twelve years old. Uh, <laughs> it's it's I, awful. Um, she she is uh, very flat chested, which you know. There's nothing. I mean, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, you know. So I mean, that's just the way some people are. That's the way they're built. Right. And I've seen some women that are sexy like that. You know, um, she appears for this movie to be rated R. Uh, princesses. Uh, it looks more like a bikini top because I don't think she really needs like a bra with any kind of a like a, a cup or anything because no. she really doesn't need her. I don't even understand why she would even wear a fucking bra. Uh, but that thing, she must super glue it to her chest Ugh. because it never leaves her chest. And uh, there's nothing to show anyway. If I, if I was her, if I was a girl and I had boobs that were that small, which are – they're basically nothing there. I mean she's flat chested completely. I fucking would tell you to walk around with no fucking shirt on. Nobody fucking – Give a shit. So anyway, but the, she's a, the, the little boobs aren't the, weren't the problem so much with her is that, that she was just like a fucking skeleton. Like yeah, they show her from the back later on in the film, yeah. and you can fucking see like each vertebrae in her spine and her yeah. 
Her yeah. ass is awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. She's it's like she's, all withered looking. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She just she's just not um let's just put it this way. Would I fuck her? That's never any any question. I mean, you know, that's a stupid question. Um, but would you would you think about fucking her later when you jerked off? There's the better question. Well, I don't know. It wouldn't be because she's so hot. Right. It would be because I would like degrade her and treat her like shit. Which sometimes when you get a girl that's not that good looking or a girl that you really aren't super attracted to, it's more the the just um their I don't know, whatever. Let's just go on from there. Um then we are introduced to uh this character named Ramrod. 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 Okay, Ramrod is uh he kind of fashions himself to be like one of the Von Erics. Uh, he kind of looks like a Von Eric. He kind of has the teeth and and like that. And uh, but uh, he 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 uh, he sort of kind of dresses. He, he's like David Von Eric. He wears the cowboy hats, the cowboy boots, the western shirt with the snaps, and the decorative whatever on the on the chest and shoulders and shit. And uh, the uh, but they don't look to be like uh, cowboy western jeans as much as they look like Jordash jeans or something like that. Right. Like designer jeans, um, so he's kind of a. I I don't I don't know if I want to say he's a rhinestone cowboy, uh, but he's definitely a, I don't know he's a fucking creep. Uh, he uh, his line I love his line he said you know what time it is it's school time you ain't gonna be able to give my money maker away for a long time yeah my money maker which is stupid he lets he lets emotion get in the way of business. That's yeah, stupid. Ramrod doesn't gonna, give a fuck. His tool of choice is a coat hanger uh, up the twat. But, you know, fucking whip them with the coat hanger. But then they can at least go out. It's dumb to fucking jam up and destroy the, the cooch. That's the moneymaker. I'm just talking technically on the street. That is the moneymaker. Okay. And Nina Blackwood has ugly fucking feet. <laughs> okay, I thought she was cute on MTV. She was one that there was a like probably five of them that were the first VJs. Okay, now people probably don't even know what a VJ is now. A <laughs> VJ, uh, they called them VJs. Um, but it was, um, you know, that she was one. She was the cutest. She kind of looked like Debbie Harry. She had the little cute, uh, you know, alternative uh, dust mop, little bleach blonde hair and everything. But and she's in the first scene in it, so you're thinking, oh my god, you know, Nina Blackwood, fuck, you know, and this movie's rated R and everything. Well, she doesn't show anything or anything. She's just an abused uh, prostitute, and uh, and uh, she gets the uh, the pimp stick, which is the coat hanger up the cooch. Uh, but they show her sitting on the edge of the bed while he's talking to her, and uh, her she has those toes that look like uh, looks like she for a girl she kind of has long toes, but then she jammed them in shoes that were too small. For a long time, so she would say, oh, I only wear a size three, but she probably wore like a size seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so her toes are all, are all um, kind of gnarled, not gnarled, but just curled up from being abused. So she got ugly feet. I didn't like that. Um, it was kind of cool seeing Ramrod. Um, um, she was hiding out in a hotel room, and, and he came to the door. And, of course, she's in there. She's you know safe or whatever, supposedly. And uh, him – Trying, he's like, 
Oh, come on, babe. I'm not mad. Come on. Let me in. I just was mad there for a little bit, but I'm okay now. I love you. And she's like, oh, you love me. And, and he's like, she says, oh, but you hurt me. You know? And she goes, oh, I didn't mean it. You know? And so finally, he's just, he's just working it, working it, working it. And as soon as she opens that fucking door, he goes, I can't believe how a stupid fucking bitch you are and you get to see ramrod and and full full ramrodery uh constantly like you got her by the back of the hair smashing her against the wall and everything throws her on the bed ties her down jams coat hanger up the cunt anyway um i assume it was the puss hole but you know it could have been later because he said they said vaginal vaginal mutilation vaginal mutilation that's dumb it's just dumb dumb businessman well Uh, i don't think he was planning on her, her working anymore he was tired, right? But that was his main squeeze. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I know, but still, you gotta, you know, it's like a, if you have a dog that you kick a lot or something like that, but, you know, and then when you kick him to death, you feel bad a little bit. He didn't feel bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if he felt bad. I don't think he felt bad. Um, I, I just went to the Tyrannosaurus um, uh, mode there with a the dog kick. <laughs> um <laughs> You, you, uh, uh, the police in this movie are dumb. They're, they're kind of, they're fucking inept. Uh, they're not super dumb. The one guy's all right, but Tom uh, Walsh is pretty, he's good. Yeah, he's all right. He kind of looks like a cross between Lee Majors and the guy that was the bad juggernaut guy in the last movie. Um, <laughs> but they, they, there's some members only jackets. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if, yeah. Tom, if Tom's jacket wasn't for members only, it was certainly convincing enough to get him in the member door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a members-only fucking knockoff if it wasn't. And they drove around. Now, I know they were supposed to be uh, undercover or whatever, so that's probably why they had these cars. But their cop cars were like these great big eight-foot – or eight-foot long. God, probably like 30-foot uh, long <laughs> yeah. fucking uh, the Lincolns and shit like that or or uh, 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 Ford LTDs or – I don't know what the fuck else. I, my grandpa had a lot of those cars. So that's what reminded me of. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we, we, while we're touching on cars, um, I would say, you know, not only props to whoever cast the movie to get Wings Hauser for this role, but, you know, props to the fucking art director for Ramrod's amazing fucking Bronco. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that pretty- thing, It was huge. It had fucking like, a, like an orange gold fade, like stripes down the side. Sunburst it, deal. Yeah, then it had fucking an airbrushed like Ramrod tire cover on the back. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, like, uh, you know, hey, I guess it's me. I'm Ramrod. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Ramrod. Anyway, um, so basically what happens is um, uh, Princess in her other guise as a uh, uh, middle-class housewife with a little kid, you know, she gets a call from this girl. And that, that was that her sister? It was, just a, it was just a really good friend. Just a really good friend who's a, a hooker. I thought it was her sister at first, but she's called. She said, he's going to come get me. And she says, you know, stay in the fucking room, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so anyway, then she goes and she transforms in from uh, from uh, this uh, woman who looks like she lives next door to you in the suburbs. And she goes and puts on this slinky dress with no – it looked like – you know, it didn't look like she had a bra on there, but she probably did because you know, she's fucking stuck up and wouldn't do any nudity. Um in the uh, was it a bus stop station or something like that? Because there was an old woman sleeping on the floor in the in the toilet, and uh, she came out, and the pimp was getting his shoe shined. And um, anyway, so she you find out that she's a hooker, and um, the, uh, you then you're introduced to the to the pigs uh, who are trying to uh, you know they're vice squad, and uh, uh, 
they're trying to bust people, Johns and hookers and everything. And, uh, um, she's pretty much, you find out right off the bat. She's, she's a, she's an old pro because I mean, she spots the cops when they come up and try and she's like, Oh, you're a cop. I get the fuck out of here. Um, then they, they end up busting her and, um, the cop, the, the main cop, uh, Walsh, Tom Walsh, uh, played by Gary Swanson, who was, uh, they said, I saw in his uh, bio, he was on the uh, soap opera Somerset. Okay, Somerset was a spinoff of the old soap opera Another World. And I know that because my grandma and mom used to watch it. Weird. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, and and none of those are on anymore. Um, So anyway, uh, Walsh is, uh, he's like, you know, you need to help me out with this. And, uh, he said, he kind of sets her up because he's telling her, you know, you need to help me stop this scumbag, blah, 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 blah. And, and she's like, I'm not helping you, you fucking pig, man, fucking pig. <laughs> well, then he's, he's, uh, he says, well, uh, so-and-so called and, uh, and she goes, oh, really what she had to say? And he takes her over and he, to this gurney and he lifts the sheet up and he goes, she said, you know, and he shows her and she breaks down crying. She's like, you son of a bitch. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. You killed him. You motherfucker. So anyway, she decides then and there that she's going to help Tom Walsh get ramrod. Okay, because at first she's like, you know, I ain't going to help you get that fucking crazy fucker. Hell, he'll kill me. Because <laughs> he's got a reputation, see. Um, then she says, "Okay, I'll go undercover. I'll, I'll I'll wear a wire, and we'll get Ramrod." So what's funny is is like so stupid because she comes in and in, uh, in this bar, and Ramrod's sitting there talking to one of his one of his uh, you know having a, having a, 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 a two colleagues having a meeting, two pimps, and um, she comes in and uh, like a girl would come in trying to find a pimp. You know, most most uh, shows or anything I've ever read about, like prostitutes, is like the last thing you want is a pimp because all they do is take all your money. You know, right. um, so anyway, Ram she starts kind of coming on to Ramrod, saying, you know, like she wants him to be her pimp, and not only that, but you know, she wants to be his main squeeze. Yeah, he said I used to have a main squeeze, but she went all kind of funny on me, and you know, I had to I had to I had let to the fire, bitch go. Yeah. But the whole time he's talking to her, they sit down at this uh, table at this bar. And the whole time he's talking to her, he like like I said, she has that short hair. He like has her by the back, like has a handful Ugh. of her hair, and he'll like pull her head back. And it kind of reminded me of uh, like a, a cross between um, Ramrod is a cross between Rocco Sofredi in the movies, you know, and Max Hardcore because the Max Hardcore part comes in with the cowboy hat and that really weird, creepy, gross shit like that. And uh, but he's like he, he's. Like uh, feeling her up and everything he's fucking, else. He's a fucking animal in that scene. He, like he says, oh, to her, he says to her, "Like you like that shit? You like that shit, bitch?" And he's like cramming, shit, cramming his fingers in her mouth. Yeah, and, you know his well, fingers. Probably, yeah, who the fuck knows it? Yeah, <laughs> bitch. And I mean, everybody's like, "Bitch, you like that bitch?" And all this shit. And so it's kind of like, oh god, you know, this guy. This guy is. Um, I don't know if I want to go as far to say he's misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> it was up. It was up for debate. <laughs> He's a little bit, you know. I, I, he's he's not a nice man. Um, I, I don't think I was going to say I don't think he likes. I think he has uh, like a deep seated um, hatred of women. Well, you know what they say: men are from Mars and women are from Venus. So that's that's what I'm saying. He's probably been hurt 
at one time in his life, and he just made, doesn't know how to communicate well anymore. Well, I think he's built. I think he's putting up walls. <laughs> I think it's a macho thing. He's putting yeah. up walls. I think that that he just needs maybe to talk to somebody. I can see that. And you know, maybe get on Match dot com, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so anyway, uh, uh, he uh, it goes down. He takes her back to his pad, and uh, Ramrod is a fan of the king. Uh, <laughs> he he has several pictures of Elvis Presley uh, on his walls. He has some nice uh, wallpaper. Uh, oh, which- his wallpaper is terrible. <laughs> he must be. It must be like in the uh, in the pimp. Uh, orientation packet the bad yeah. wallpaper because you see a, you know he's got the ge- geometric shape wallpaper that would make you sick if you were drunk at all uh yeah. but he goes to visit a pimp later on and that dude got like roman statue wallpaper it's fucking <laughs> hideous wallpaper rules man <laughs> so anyway he decide you know he's um oh and he's well, got the, he's got that multicolored like flashing big phallic dick shaped light too in yeah, the background yeah. It's 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 kind of cool, you know. I I mean, you know, I, it's, uh, you're a, you're a married man, so you you know you can't have stuff like that. But you know, <laughs> um, if you, you you know when you're single, you can you can you know have your house look however you want it to look. You know, yeah. you know, you can do that. You know? Yeah. So anyway, um, wait, fuck her. I'll have the house look however I want anyway. Yeah, while she's gone, she comes back. You have, like, I'm, I'm frantically cleaning Sunday night. Oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> a dick on your breath and stuff. You're like, oh. Oh, not again. <laughs> anyway, like fucking fastbender in shame. You know, oh my god, what did I just do? Oh, not um, again. Go for, go for a jog. <laughs> I go for a jog. I come back with with dick breath. <laughs> well, one one thing that I thought was funny was when he was still in the bar with her. Uh, when he said, "Hey, why don't we, uh, you know, go back to go back to my place?" When he stands up, he's got those tight ass jeans on. When he stands up, he stands up purposefully with his dick <laughs> right in her face. So when she stands up, her like, I mean, her face is almost touching his crotch. He stands that close to her. So anyway, he gets her back to the room. You know, she's wired and everything, and he's going to show her his ramrod moves because I guess you know if he's go- he's 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 going to. He wants to sample the merchandise and, you know, break her in or whatever. Well, so then the cops bust in. Well, at first, when the one cop came in at first, I thought it was fucking Michael uh, Richards from uh, Seinfeld, <laughs> but it wasn't. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, right after that scene, it doesn't look as much like him. But right when he came in, I was like, God damn it, that's fucking Kramer. And uh, they're inept. Uh, and Ramrod gets – he gets subdued at first, but <laughs> that'd then – That would be awesome if he busted in like Kramer on the side. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. He, like, skids in <laughs> on his heels. Whoa. But – What's going on the, here? Uh, but Ramrod, at first, you know, he's he's went through this shit before, you know, and he's like, ah, you fucking pigs, man, and everything. But then she comes up and gets in his face. And not only does she get in his face and say, ah, they're here because of me. I wore a wire. We got you, you motherfucker, and pulls the, the – uh, They're going to get you for killing Ginger. The cassette recorder out, yeah. So he I knows – I just that posted his- a photo on the Facebook group of uh- – of uh, what's her face, uh, 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 Nina Blackwood showing her uh, showing her cooch. She's got ugly feet. Ugh, I don't care what her cooch looks like. The, feet, got are, the feet are cut off. I would make her wear Chuck Taylor tennis shoes. <laughs> anyway, um, he he. First of all, he doesn't like a snitch, especially one of his bitches. Oh, Second he, of all, yeah. he knows he's up for capital murder. Now it's not just a it's not just a pandering thing or whatever prostitution. And uh, third of all, she spits a giant hawker right in his fucking face. <laughs> now, when that happens, it's like, 
okay. He goes fucking like it's like he's like a uh, he gets that fucking crazy strength, and he starts fighting the cops off. Well, they wow. get him down. He yeah. was an asshole in that scene. I mean, not that he's not an asshole all the time, yeah. but he fucking uses her head as a weapon briefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he fucking – I love when he fucking hits her with the stool. Yeah, but she deserved that. Well, I mean, he's holding her with one arm, and he's like, what are you going to do, you fucking cops? And he's like hitting her like, stop hitting yourself, but he's using a stool to like yeah, smash yeah. In her face. Well, the one time he, he – I, I think he hit her upside the head with his hand first, then he picked the stool up, and he's like bonking her. It's like when you get bonked. You know, yeah. Bonk. Like with oh, a fat Albert bat. It boy. wasn't really wasn't hurting her like a lot, but he was giving her the fat Albert bat to the head. So anyway, they subdue him and they take him in and everything. Well, um, Kramer and fucking um, George Costanza have him in their their pseudo cop car, which is their undercover car. Like it says, probably like a big Lincoln or whatever. And here he is. He's practically got his feet up on the back seat anyway. And uh, so then they're talking shit to him and everything, and he's got these goddamn cowboy boots on. So he just says, you know, he's sitting there. He's like, oh, okay, fuck this shit. He Ramrod will not go gentle into that good night. He fucking kicks that guy in the fucking face, and then he gets a, a, a head scissors on the other guy while they're driving down the road. And it was a pretty cool car crash. I mean, it looked like a real car crash. It wasn't just a flip over. I got a good laugh of him just rolling out of the. Yeah, of the he just rolls out like Frankenstein, like you know, nothing's going to hurt him. He's beat up and everything. His uh, his his uh, blue. Western shirt is kind of ragged there in the back a little bit, and uh, he he escapes, um, which pisses off the the Walsh cop oh, yeah, uh, yeah. with his with his buddy partners or whatever. He's like, "You fucking idiots!" So then she's really in peril because okay, of course Ramrod, even though he's up for murder um, and everything, and they have him on tape. He's not the kind of guy that's just going to go to Mexico or get out of town. He's going to fucking kill her. Because you know, even if it means his life, she spit in his face, and she was, uh, she was, um, um, she was just disrespectful. You know, right, right. you gotta, yeah. you can't let a woman ever disrespect you. Um, she does it with, once; she'll do it a thousand times. This, that's how they are—the big fucking big mouse and everything. Anyway, um, he goes to now. See, he's not a nice person with anybody. He'll he'll like try. I mean, he's so mean, and he's like he's the kind of person that come over your house and be so mean to you and be just a total fucking bastard, just the biggest asshole in the world. And then if you pulled a pistol out and put it in his face, he'd be like, "Oh, come on now, you know I was joking." You know, I was just kidding. No, you know. I got so, a good. I got a good laugh. He's being such an asshole. There's a guy helping him get his handcuffs off. Yeah, he's such a jerk to him. But I love what <laughs> what he says to him. What was that guy's name? The black guy with the two, with the uh, matchstick in his mouth. Do you remember what he called him? Roscoe, wasn't it? Roscoe, yeah. Uh, when uh, he's talking to him, he's like, he's like, "Would you hurry up? You're too slow. Come on, you black bastard!" And he's and he stops and he looks right up. He's like, "Let me tell you something, motherfucker. You don't talk that shit to me. He's not with your hands cuffed. He says, because I will set your ass on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I won't punch you or I won't do this. I'll set you." <laughs> yeah, that was fucking awesome. Well, you know, you know that Ram. I, I don't think Ramrod was. Um, Afraid of the guy. I mean, he was when he had his handcuffs behind his back. Yeah, yeah. But, but I was like, okay. I figured as soon as he got the handcuffs off, he was gonna fucking beat that guy's ass for. But I think that guy was like somebody that he needed. Like the guy uh, uh, would furnish him with 
cars and shit like that. Or it was like part of the yeah. He, 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 he worked in an auto body shop because he, he right. had the paint uh, all over his clothes and stuff. Yeah. So he must like uh, he must like you know chop cars or right. you know repaint them when they're stolen so they don't look. Plus, like it was probably one of those deals where that guy might have been connected in some way, and he and he probably thought, okay, if I kill this guy, then it'll bring actual. He Ramrod is the kind of guy that he beats up women. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. as far as dudes go, yeah, he'll fight the cops and shit and shit, try and get away and everything. But uh, if it's somebody that's like a badass or whatever like that, he'll think twice. He might, but he may come back and stab you in the back, like right. literally, you know, fucking get you that way. But um, anyway, okay, there was a, uh, uh, like I said, it's you, you get to experience a lot of these. Um, I don't want to call them deviant sexual behavior because whatever turns you on. But the one guy that wants to suck her dirty toes, <laughs> that was kind of weird. Uh, and he was weird looking, you know. But he looked like a guy that would want to suck someone's dirty, dirty feet. She even offered, offered to, to wash. wash them, yeah. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, I've been bad. The 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 uh, the cop uh, he's driving down the road with I think like a younger cop uh, the guy with the cornrows that looked hideous I mean they looked hideous he looked like he should have been in peaches and herb or whatever and you know he was the woman uh, he was not he, his hair looked stupid um, he said uh, you know how do you not let this get to you Walsh and he goes uh, two days I don't worry about yesterday and tomorrow. And that's a good words to live by right there, you know. So anyway, uh, you see a, um, a very large uh, female prostitute who is wearing gold, like the gold dust uniform that he wore in the ring. <laughs> that gold LeMay bodysuit. Uh, she's big. She, she, gave, she was a rival to uh, the Andre the Giant chick that Robert Navarro <laughs> ass-palmed. Um, <laughs> you ain't black woman. You shit-colored. <laughs> I that missed was, that one. Yeah, that was the female cop. She came in and um, uh, in and uh, was they were they were shaking down this uh, uh, African American. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, and he goes, "You ain't black woman. You shit colored," because uh, she was a cop. Um, I thought it was funny when the girls were sitting around talking about um, the the how the uh, Johns would try and either fuck him out of their money or whatever. And they said, you know, they want to pop twice for the same price. <laughs> um, and you, you ain't going to pop twice for the same price. You got to pop once and then once. you got to pay again. Um, now, Ramrod is sort of on the run, but he's not on the run enough to go change his shirt and clothes. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to go back home. Yeah, he doesn't want to go back home, but goddamn, he could fucking, he goes to these people's places and stuff. He could have got a sweatshirt or something to throw over. You know, he's just walking around looking like Ramrod. Ramrod. Uh, he didn't have his cowboy hat. Shirt. Yeah, huh? he did lose his. He lost his hat some at some time when he. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he took. He lost his hat at the beginning when he fought, when he beat up what's her face uh, Blackwood. Uh, he um, he he like when he whips into the room, his hat flies off. I don't think he ever puts it back on after that. Yeah, I don't think he did. But he looked good in the hat. He was he, like I said, he looked like he could have wrestled for world class. Um, so anyway, <laughs> he'd been dead right now anyway, but wait, he had a typical Ramrod Von Eric. years ago. <laughs> yeah, Ramrod Von Eric killed in a mysterious accident. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he um, he's looking to um, exact revenge, I guess. And uh, Princess is just dumb uh, because he's he's fucking out there. 
Well, she doesn't know that. As far as she knows, that he is still. Oh, he's they can't, they can't find her either because he's gotten arrested. So she just assumes he's in prison. Right, so, and so, so she's the cops just out, looking for her and him. Who yeah, she's out first. selling the puss. Yeah, uh, 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 you know, as much as she can. And uh, the one scene where um, she she goes to this one place and they dress her up like a. Uh, Sort of in a bridal outfit, but it's like white lingerie. But she has like the bridal wig and a, and, a, and the bouquet and everything. They somehow and managed to get cleavage out of her in that scene too. That was kind of, I like that. That outfit was kind of hot. Um, but then you know that I found it difficult to believe that anybody that sells their puss and their butthole and their mouth and lets somebody suck their toes and shit is going to be shocked by anything. <laughs> you know, if that guy would have said, "Hey, again, here's as much money," if I, I, I'm sure she wouldn't. She's like, "Oh, that's." That old fart, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, if you want to fucking pay for your chicks or your daughter's school or whatever, you better shut your pie hole. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, Ramrod, um, he goes through these different things where he's like, he goes to the car place to get the handcuffs off. Then he goes to this. Um, Really, I mean, the gay guys outside of this leather bar were, like I said, the, the guy from the village people. The, the they're along those lines. One of them had a pretty pretty cool mustache, uh, but the, uh, and then another I guy has. A, a, I took a screenshot of that guy too. The head tattoo thing was just. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're into that and you don't really like, you said your dad was gave you shit about getting a tattoo on your yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if you'd have walked in with a bald eagle eagle <laughs> tattooed on your head and it comes all the way and covers part of your face. And your neck and everything, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and now that guy, Ramrod was mean to him and intimidating, but that guy had turned him on. I so, think so. And that fucking, the switchblade he got there, I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever seen, that was like a switchblade machete. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a fucking longer switchblade knife. No, you could use that like a samurai. God, sword. it was huge. Um so anyway, he gets he gets that and and he gets a pistol and everything and an automatic. I want an automatic. And Wings House has got them crazy eyes and you know and that uh, fucking chin man. He's like a caricature that guy. He's, yeah, like he's got huge white teeth and this like he's got a fucking like when uh, in Evil Dead Two when Bruce Campbell like starts to transform to the zombie thing and his eyes turn yeah. white and his chin is like extra fucking big. That's like yeah. Wingshauser's normal chin. <laughs> and and, and Wingshauser also, he, he doesn't, he's one of these guys, like he doesn't have like a very full lips, which makes it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he, um, now the guy that plays Walsh was on the soap opera Somerset. Well, Wingshauser, the first time I ever saw Wingshauser, we used to watch the soap opera Young and the Restless. And um, my sisters watched it for years, and my mom watched it and everything. So, and God hell, when I was in high school, I had, I had, you know, you had three channels, and we'd go home for lunch from school and watch Young and the Restless, and then, and then uh, when I went to college, watched it. Well, Wings Hauser was on Young and the Restless, so that's how I knew him, and okay. he was he was a good guy on there, pretty much. Um, he um, he eventually uh, is seeking. Well, I mean, he's seeking Princess Oot. And um, he finally kind of catches up with her, uh, uh, brutalizes some of her pals from the street. And um, then, you know, he it's just pretty much him trying to get her. He's pretty strong yeah. because uh, there's, a, there's a scene where he – she gets knocked down or knocked out. And he's sitting in the passenger side of a pickup truck. He leans over the seat, opens the passenger side door. She's laying there, and he just grabs her by the ankle. Now, 
okay, I'm now say Princess weighs 105 pounds because she's skinny. Now I might be able to lift 105 pounds, but if I'm sitting in a car in the driver's side on a bench seat, I lean over. I can't. First of all, reaching down from the car to grab her leg would be hard enough. But then lift her with one arm, a dead weight. <laughs> maybe, you know? he, maybe he's fucking coked up or something. He was like <laughs> he a acts fucking like, it. like a Sasquatch or something. I know he was just a fucking redneck asshole. My sister dated a guy that kind of looked like him too. You know the the guy that I said that like that she dated that was like Mark Wahlberg in Fear. <laughs> he didn't look like Mark Wahlberg like in the face or anything, but he looked like Wingshauser in this movie, and he was an asshole meld of of Ramrod and. Uh, What's her name? Forever. Um, so anyway, he was a jerk. I would kill him tomorrow if I knew I could get away with it. And I shouldn't have said that on the air. Um, <laughs> now anyway, if he shows up dead, you're in trouble. Oh, if he showed up dead, I'd fucking have a party because I'd be like, I was on fucking Skype with, uh, you know, whatever. So anyway, um, the, 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 the last uh, – segment of the movie is just basically ramrod he abducts her and he's got the crazy eyes and you know she gives him a good wolverine schnick across the face which really pisses him off and then the cops are you know they're they're like oh my god he got loose and he's got her and they're trying to find her and everything and so i don't want to tell like you know all the way up to what happens or whatever but put it this way ramrod becomes uh ramrod is a force of nature (laughs) yes he is and uh and Walsh is a mere mortal, but he I fucking it's al- love the finale. Yeah, it's almost so like cool. Clash of the Titans or something, or one of those movies where the the the, the mortal man has to go up against the Gorgon or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know Walsh becomes obsessed, and um, now I would think that if Werner Herzog had to deal with Ramrod, he may change his ideas about capital punishment. But I doubt it. Because I, uh, Werner Herzog is all about nature and, and, uh, and uh, you know, dog-eat-dog and, uh, you know, uh, only the strong survive and all this and that, law of the jungle and everything. He would probably look at Ramrod and be like, he was a beautiful force of nature, mindless <laughs> and plodding along in the gaping hole of life with a coat hanger in the butthole. <laughs> it would have been, instead, he'd be like, uh, Ramrod, well, <laughs> maybe we'll make an exception here. He was not a nice man. But he was still, not nice at he all. He was what God and nature made him. And I don't believe in God, but now seeing Ramrod, I know that he exists in heaven earth. and hell. <laughs> Uh, God exists on Earth. God is, is Ramrod. Ramrod. <laughs> yes. God is Ramrod. He reminds me of Klaus Kinski, <laughs> my best fiend. Anyway, um, I thought this this movie was everything that I thought it would be, except okay. Uh-oh. Now I have something to say about this movie Uh-oh. that is drum not roll. positive. Huh? <laughs> I was drum rolling. It doesn't have any. It doesn't have enough fucking nudity. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, I can believe. Okay, now it's got a shitload of violence. Now you don't see him jamming a, a the wire hanger up or hooch but I mean, it's it's you know implied and everything. 
And I understand that that's really violent. And then they, you have a lot of the, the talk of, uh, of uh, deviant sexual behavior. But for a movie that involves pimps and prostitutes and deviant sexual behavior, I mean, almost no nudity at all. At except, all. Except for her. Princess. When did they really show her naked? Well, like Ramrod like pulled her top off. And but she had that bra thing on. No, no, no. Like he was squeezing her titties and stuff in the uh, in their in his apartment. In which, his apartment, which was you know. Ugh, but I'm but. In, okay. But I'm just saying there too. Okay. Well, uh, she's you know. I mean, if, I, I could see like if they should. He was laying down and you ripped his t-shirt <laughs> off the workout. I guarantee you, he looks. He probably. She had no nothing. There was nothing there. I mean, I couldn't believe they couldn't have one of these hookers with like big boots, even if it was a fat hooker or something. She, she or even uh, if it was a transsexual or something. She had a no nud- sexy rib cage. Almost no nudity at all, except for a twink. <laughs> yeah, I, that is surprising. I mean, you think at least like even in the movie with uh, Keach and Roger Moore, I, I watched today. There was even some like nudity. They go into a strip club and there's nudity like you in the would, background and stuff. Well, now was it? Yeah, what had to be this movie. When they were in the strip club, there was a bow-legged uh, pole dancer up there because they showed her from behind and all you saw was her legs. And I don't know if it was the way she was standing or what, but she was like bow-legged like Robert Duvall up there dancing. <laughs> she had a thong on. I don't know. It, it, was, it was sleazy, but I think it could have been sleazier. <laughs> it could have been, yeah. Hey, it wasn't sleazy enough for me. <laughs> no, it was good, but I, I, th- I think that it, it would have been better if it would have had a little bit more – uh, nudity, nudity, or maybe yeah, ra- just, Ramrod running around with his pants it, off. The the guy, the, the, the <laughs> you know, and I know it's low budget too, but I mean, I could see like if they would if they would have um, okay, if we recast this for modern day with a big budget, and you had like a, I don't think the guy had a lot of charisma that was the main cop. I liked him okay. I, I, I liked him. He was okay, but I mean, he just wasn't. You know, he wasn't. Yeah. He played. A, he played a good, a good cop. He was no Robert Urich. No, no. I mean, he okay. <laughs> no Richard he, Hatch. He was never no Richard, Richard Hatch. Would have maybe been a good ramrod. The uh, what what I liked is that he was kind of like a kind of like a nice guy too. Like he, I think he did yeah. pissed off well enough, but. I like what I liked about his character was that he had a relationship with the prostitutes that from the street. Yeah, like he knew them like, by name. He knew their kids. Um, he's busted them multiple times. Yeah, and um, but it was interesting. Like in, like when they're in the morgue, when she's first finding out that Ginger has been killed, like it seems like he's going to be nice to her, and then he'll just like take her head and cram it in Ginger's corpse's like face. Yeah, and- <laughs> it'd be funny if he had crammed it in, in uh, Ginger's carcass and then doggy style banged her like Silva <laughs> while she was hanging from a meat hook. Uh, so I mean I don't know I liked it. I liked him okay. Take that ramrod. You think you're extreme? <laughs> um, well, I, honestly, I don't have a lot to add. I kind of threw everything in there as you were talking. Yeah, about. it was yeah. all right. It was all right. Uh, well, we can get into our scores. I, I, I don't have a lot to add. So, um, this movie is infamous and it's got like a super duper reputation. So I think because it has a a over the top super duper. Reputation. I think that expectations were probably too high. Okay. Like I, I, I don't think I don't know. I don't think it could have lived up to. Uh, I don't know. But I, I thought it was good. But I mean, it was. And and I, I thought that 
Wingshauser's performance, 10. Okay. Movie, 6. Point. It's, 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 no, well, I mean, it's, I was going to say, give it a little bit more than that. Give it maybe a 6.25. It's as high as I can go. I feel like I'm I'm selling something. You know, that's as high as I can go. It's 6.25. But Wingshauser was a 10. I mean, he brought it. All right. So for me, I th- I think what might help with you is later on down the road watch this again because I similarly I, I experienced this film the first time I saw it in a, a kind of a similar way like may I don't know if I was expecting something sleazier now this movie's fucking it's sleazy without showing a bunch of gore or nudity mm-hmm. the ideas and some of the, and the language and the behavior of pretty much every character is kind of gross. <laughs> um, it's, you know, this is the fucking dirty underside of L.A. all the, all the way right here. Um, or Cary, North Carolina. Or Cary, North Carolina. But the the second time I see that, I saw this, I appreciated it a lot more. The first time mm-hmm. I saw it, I thought it was good but not great. This time, I, mm-hmm. I loved it a lot more. Um, this, um, well, that said, I'll, I can give this movie... Uh, Let's say eight point two five, or maybe even eight point five. This is I. Fuck. I like this a lot better this time. No, I'm not saying I disliked it the first time, but I really got into, like I said, uh, Hauser's performance carries a lot. But yeah. I, I really like this era of you know New York is always a very popular like seedy place right. to film movies. Late seventies, early eighties, L.A. is a great setting too and i i always seem to like movies that take place around this time in this location um it just it, it's a it's a different kind of feel than new york because it's more you know spread out and stuff huh? often good car chases but and you know there's some weird fucking people walking around the streets so i mean even like death wish 2 that's another one that one's pretty good yeah. it takes place in la also same time tra- so i don't i get it we'll just say 8.25 out of 10 for me this um, wait a few months and, and maybe revisit this and see if you change a little bit. Okay, okay, awesome. And I recommend this. I like I mean, Ramrod. He reminds me of my dad. I don't feel like I added a lot to to it, but I feel like I I, I chimed in well well during your. Uh, well, I'll review. tell you what. One thing I learned from that review right there is notes are good if you're not the one doing the. The action. If, if you're the one carrying the load on it, you're better off not to have the notes because then it throws me off. Because instead of just going along with it, I was sitting there looking down at the notes. When when you do your whole spiel and then you say, "Do you have anything you know that you wanted to add?" It, and you can just look at the notes and go, "Okay, there was there's one part." Well, then, then there was this one part. But I felt like I kind of got lost because I was looking down at this stupid fucking piece of shit notes. <laughs> Fuck notes. Cool. Well, there's our review of Vice Squad. Uh, yes, I <laughs> We have we have a we have a whopping one voicemail this week. So we'll go back. Oh, this is motherfuckers. Bullshit. Take as part. As much as it. I fucking. Whatever. All right. The <laughs> uh, let's take a break and come back and do. We put a lot of <laughs> and we'll listen to Justin's voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right. He's back. great. We love Justin. He's great. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? 
Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house. You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com. To the trash. Shamas go crippers. Sales go triple. We drop lobotomy beats. Evaporated meats in high tech streets. We go solo. Dance floors and talk shows. Hot dogs, no dos. Hot sex and back rows. <laughs> I wanna know what makes you scream. Time for some feedback, motherfuckers. Yeah, motherfuckers. Some shitty dick, chair packing, hunky motherfucker. Let us some feedback, baby. Yeah. He did. Shit, motherfuckers always calling out goddamn feedback. We did get a hang up, so that was kind of cool, but. Uh, nice. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I didn't recognize the number. I never recognize any numbers, though. So, um, of course, I haven't downloaded the fucking voicemail yet. Here it goes. Jesus H. Christ. So unprofessional. God, I can't believe how much. That's get, us. Can't believe how much we get paid for how little I actually do. Oh, wait, what? What? All right, here we go. Hey, guys. The Cinemaster's just no bolter. Uh, no, this is Wednesday, and I've yet to call into Silver and Gold, and that's just wrong. So, I don't really have you know any like fun failures to talk about. I was going to bring up Son of Hitler, but I brought that up on a very special Hamicus episode, which may or may not be out by the time this is finished. So I decided I'm going to call in and talk about Shame, because I really enjoyed the film, and I really enjoyed Michael Fassbender in it. Uh, I thought he was pretty cocky in the movie. I don't know about you guys. I thought he came across as cocky. Um, cocky. <laughs> Anyway, no, I mean, he's excellent. Uh, Karen Mulligan's excellent. Man, it makes me happy to see her naked. Uh, but, I mean, there's, uh, God, Lord knows there's not a ton of duty in there. But, yeah, that Michael Fassbender really makes me feel insecure. I mean, he's not even a heart, and he's bigger than a fucking, like, log. <laughs> oh, sorry, cough. I, I can't believe I just coughed on the silver gold voice. I'm like, I apologize. Yo, motherfucker! Uh, I would never want to. He's got a fastbender in his throat. Follow up, follow him up. You know, I wouldn't want to date a woman who, you know, fucked Michael Fassbender because I'd be like, you know what? I can't compare. And it's not just because his dick is big; he's really good at what he does. Obviously, he is. He's a, he's a sex addict, so if gonna be he's a, the best there is. An what he does. Sport, you gotta kind of have to know how to do, you know, to maneuver and pretty much be an expert at it. Which that's the way he should have looked at it. He didn't have sex addiction; he was just a sex expert. He should have started opening up classes online in that. I'm just saying that, that that's what I think would have been the solution to his problems. But, uh, no. no, I mean, it's an excellent film. Uh, one thing that I thought was funny was, I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, just sticks to sex. He's addicted to anything about sex, including porn. He can't, 
stop watching when he gets in, which basically all he watches, you know, all that. But he also watches the work. That's why, you know, we find out his computer, you know, has a virus on it. Well, it's funny because his boss, you know, first his boss doesn't even assume that Fassbender was watching on the point. He just thinks he was a secretary of that. But he starts naming off, like, videos, like, um, how's about, uh, like, threesome, uh, you know, uh, all the good stuff. But he comes to cream pies, and he goes, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, wait, you don't know what a cream pie is? That's some of the simpler, easier to understand parts of porn. You can just say cream pie. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what that is. I, I just figured he would know. I'm like, what kind of a man is this that doesn't know what a cream pie porno is? Probably not a filthy degenerate like me, but, well, actually, that's a lie, because that guy was a filthy degenerate, and he got to fuck Carrie Mulligan. So fuck him. Uh, but, yeah, it was a really good film. Uh, I recommend everybody check it out. Uh, you're going to see a lot of fast bender cock. And uh, one of my ideas, though, was I'm curious because the only thing that would have improved this film was probably have Ryan Gosling in it as well and have him waving his cock around. But maybe it was too, maybe he, you know, could match up to, you know, Michael Fassbender. But then if we did that, you know, we could do like Ryan Gosling and Michael Fassbender's two, you know, sex addicts. Uh, you know, just go around fucking women, and instead of it calling shame, shame that ever lived. So, there's an idea. That's, that's your shame sequel. Bring it on. <laughs> he did. Now, how do you, do you feel bad now? <laughs> that's forever recorded, too. <laughs> oh, sorry. I love Justin. He's great. Um, <laughs> hey, by the way. Okay, thanks for the uh <laughs> <laughs> Was it just building up or was it totally random? No, I was talking to the dog outside or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Justin made some good points. Um What's he talking about? <laughs> no, he did. He did. It was good. It was good. Thanks cool. for the feedback, brother. Check him out at Freaking Awesome Network and the other places he writes. But I will say this, and I, I just did – I you should do research before a show. But I took the time – you know, I, I they're just – I'll tell you what. I, as far as like time management goes, you have to find the time to do stuff. Right. And like probably for – it seemed like for probably like about five minutes there, I had some extra time. So, uh, just a minute ago, and um, <laughs> did you know that Season Hubley, a.k.a. Princess, guess who she was married to for four years? Guess. Um, I'll give you a hint. Call me Snake. No way. Kurt Russell from 79 to 83. They even have children, a child together. Really? David Hayball. David I had Hayball. no idea. Season Hubley. They must have had a kid and it died. Because it says she, her spouse, Kurt Russell from 79 to 83, one child, David Hayball. And it says 1992 to 94. So I wonder if their child Uh, passed away or something. They have a son. No, it says they have a son, Boston Oliver Grant Russell, born 1980. I don't know what that is. Oh no, that's her. That is the other guy. Okay, she was married to Kurt Russell. Oh, and then one child, and then David Hayball. Hayball, what a name! Hayball. Him for two years, and I found a picture of her. For and I didn't realize that she was the girl from Hardcore with George C. Scott. Okay, and uh, they had there. There is a, uh, a definitely a very nude picture of her, and uh, she is very thin, 
very boobless, sort of Daryl Hannah-ish. A cross between Daryl Hannah and the girl who played um, in Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> it's the law. Yeah. So that's Love it for feedback. Wrestling. That is it for feedback. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin, for making us not look like total losers. You're not a total loser. No, he's not, but we might be. Um, so for next week, we're going to do, and I forgot who actually recommended one of these movies, and I apologize, but uh, we're going to do, a, I guess, I'm trying to figure out how to name this one. It's kind of a elderly relationship double feature. <laughs> we are going to do Harold and Maude from 1971, directed by oh. Hal Ashby, making his triumphant return to our show. He also directed Last Detail. Ashby. The Last Detail. And... Uh, we're going to do uh, a Steve Buscemi, uh, Seymour Cassell movie from two- 1992 called In the Soup. Morris from Love That Album. Is he, did he, he recommend, okay. Both of them, Daddy-O. There we go. So, um, yeah. Mate? In the Soup and Harold Maude next week. Um, you can always send us a uh, feedback, eh? uh, yeah. 206 Three three nine sixteen hundred, or send us an email. But don't feel like you have to. Definitely don't feel like you have to. Silvergoldpodcast at gmail dot com. Because time um, is money, motherfucker. Uh, find us on iTunes or our website at silverandgold dot com. Uh, you can write us some iTunes reviews too, because I want to see us get over twenty. That would be awesome, Daddy. Oh my God! And um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's where iTunes reviews mean nothing. Yeah, and um, write in your your support for Zom to return to the Facebook group. He'd really appreciate. Yeah, that I mean, too. you know, shit. I mean, seriously, I I don't <laughs> feel like anybody really gives a shit. So you know, I mean, we work really fucking hard on this podcast <laughs> week after week, and we have <laughs> that's about it for me. I got to go fucking get ready for work. I don't care. Do rotten hell. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shifts in a row now. I will be getting up, going to work, coming home, going to bed, and doing it all over again. So I'll see you. The ramrod of Cary, North Carolina. (laughs) (sighs) So that's it for me, Zom. Do you have anything else, sir? No, I don't have anything. All right. I got Nod. I got Bubkus. <laughs> Until next week, I mean, then. I don't have shit. This is I, Loaf. If I think of something to add, I throw it right in there. This is Loaf. Jump right in there and just let it all hang out. I'm not bashful. Nothing. <laughs> Zamut? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Shut up! Thank you.